Hey everyone, it's Nick here. Um, I had my settings all fucked up before recording uh, this episode, and I would just like to apologize for everyone. My audio and my audio alone got really blown out. I did everything I could to fix it, uh, and I hope that the episode is still listenable. Um, but I had a lot of fun recording it. I think it's great in every other respect. Uh, so please enjoy uh, our episode about off. And to any new listeners, I promise the podcast doesn't sound like this all the time. Anyway, hope you enjoy the show. Funko Pop Animation Pride 2020 SpongeBob Rainbow. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. We're a show where we do something different every week as suggested by one of our hosts or one of our lovely listeners. Wow. As this week, we were asked to play the video game Off. Now, we were asked to beat Off specifically. Mm. And you were going to hear lots of variants on that because we can't help ourselves, frankly. But yeah. who I, I, I did a lot of that me? this week, but uh, it was uh, unrelated. We might really <laughs> go off the rails. Now, this is a free game, so it's impossible to jack off. Uh, but <laughs> all right. Okay. I'll have you know that we, we all try. It's impossible um, to be ripped off. Yeah, it was very easy to get off. You just don't. Yeah. It was extremely easy to get off. I have to publicly admit. <laughs> it didn't it's, take very long in my case. As long you as might say that it, didn't take, it didn't take me long at all. Uh, you could say uh, it was public, uh, oh. which I know is kind of frowned upon. <laughs> you publicly anyway. got off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's on a it's on a forum. Anyone can see it. Well, the way I got off was different than a lot of other people, but you know, for different people, different structure. We, we, we respect that, Cam. We, we we definitely respect it here. Um, All right, we got that out of our system. Uh, yes, no, no. I think I could do like five more. <laughs> I was on a roll. All right, so for our listeners, I I, uh-huh. I was on a roll of like five or six of these, yeah, um, maybe good. like four or five days ago. Like it was, I was really running through every joke possible long before we started recording. Mm. Long before Alex even played the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, last week when you announced we were doing this, I think I at least had a couple. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of got it out of our system, but eventually we'll be, you know, after you make jokes about getting off, you... I was... was, Midway through, I decided to do a refractory period thing, and I don't think I should have... Mm, uh, let's yeah. let's move on. Okay. So uh, it's like you can you on can only get off so have, many times at once. I have several zone guardians with Boy. me today. I have the tall man with lots of teeth, Cam. Uh, no, he's tooth I, boy. I have the most teeth. <laughs> famous for his teeth. Famous for my massive amount of teeth. <laughs> it helps me smile so big. <laughs> I have the phoenix hidden in the mouth of a bird. Jeff A. Seb. I'm a phoenix hidden in the mouth of a cat. I'm sorry, in the mouth of a cat, uh, not yeah. the mouth of a yeah. bird. A bird in the mouth of a bird. Yes. 
So, uh, it's bird in the mouth is worth, is worth two spot. in the cat. Uh, I'm going to submit Birdo Birdos. <laughs> Speaking of cats, I see Oliver. Viewers, you can't, or listeners, you can't see Oliver, but I see him, and I will be watching him for the rest of this podcast. Yes, there's uh, there's yeah, a cat just... on camera. Let's, yeah, let's include the siren. He's very quiet. He doesn't usually make a lot of noise, but uh, I'm sure he'd just like to hang out. He's very uh, big. He's mad at me for not I love opening, him. He's mad at me for not opening the window right now, but if I open the window, you will be able to hear the sounds of the street. And the train. Or my co-hosts won't. My co-hosts won't, but the listeners will. Um, It'll be special for you guys. And uh, speaking right now, we have the man so huge I cannot possibly damage him. Alex. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Spending all my time being large over here. <laughs> large <laughs> and in charge. That's right. That is what they tell me. And I am your host, uh, a man doing his best impression of a cat if he were French, <laughs> Nick. Meow. 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 That was really good, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. I listen to that noise a lot. Yeah, I, I uh, listen to the <laughs> noise a lot, but I still can't quite do it. Yeah. Uh, exasperated breathing. It's the offcast, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, we wanted to talk, uh, for reasons that will become clear later, about hack twists in video games. Um, I guess hack twists in general, but hack twists in video games are something that makes me, that this game makes me think of more. Um, specifically the kind of thing, you could say, you could say it started off with a little game called Super Mario Bros. 2. Oh, fuck, yeah. I was gonna do it. <laughs> it was God a damn it. Old time. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying uh, it's Vicky... because it's actually Doki Doki Panda. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's not a twist. No, that, that's, that's that, also Cam. the twist. Everyone, everybody fucking knows that, Cam. That's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Every date I go on, the girl never knows that. <laughs> Cam, I've seen a lot of your, like, tinder conversations and it seems like all the girls you talk to are kind of uh they don't know anything you're trying to talk about i think they just don't expect <laughs> anyone to start with a bit in the tinder expect uh, anyone to know what tannis is then come Tannis. on <laughs> 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 all right that's way inside baseball but cam yeah. made a dumb pun and it was good every time uh, you yeah, post one of those the girl's like yeah what? do you, you want to do you want to explain that bit because so, it is it uh, is good she had a cat in the picture, and I was like, oh, what's your cat's name? And she was like, Tannis, T-A-N-I-S. And I said, oh, like the sport. And she said, what? And then <laughs> we didn't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's partly, it's, I get the same amount of joy going on Tinder as I used to do on open mics, which is almost none. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know you're going to be laughs. Jokes, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I know my audience now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you get something to post online out of it, it's a success. Yes, it's worth it. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting the content here. Uh, so check my Twitter. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the, this stuff in video games—it's been happening since like Super Mario Brothers two, but it's taken on a, a more like self-serious nature in recent years. Uh, the one that uh, kind of rubs me the wrong way, and it's topical now because Last of Us two just came out last week. Um, mm. But they do the thing. Where the game cannot continue unless you murder a lot of people, and then at the end of the game, they're like, "How you're a monster for murdering all these people." Yeah. Um. One of the examples I like to use all the time, which I actually liked, I I thought was very good, um, is uh, Warcraft Three, Frozen Throne. When you are Arthas, uh, when you're Arthas, and he's actually trying to save his people from this plague that half of them are already infected with. He's like, the only way we can get rid of this is to 
purge them and the people around him were like no don't do that so he does it and he just falls further into this like mania and and ends up becoming the lich king in the end well the thing is all right seb i've I've also played this and i want to say that arthas makes one morally morally questionable decision and all the rest of them are straight up evil there's no more (laughs) debate oh yeah there's no uh, the, the first decision he makes is like i if i kill these people now it'll prevent the spread of the plague but i'd be slaughtering innocents that seems like a bad thing to do but it will prevent more innocent people dying should I do it? And then he does it. Then all the other ones are like, I could murder this baby for no reason, but I would yeah. gain profit well, from it. And, and then he, he burns his like <laughs> ships to keep his crew, for, for his soldiers from going home. Um, I mean, he does a lot of shit. Yeah, that's... But that, that, that's like, yeah, that's a tactical decision, but it's not not evil. No, like, yes. There's no decision after that that you can argue is not yes. evil in any way. But he, he's hell-bent on defeating the plague, and then he ends up believe- being the king of it. Yeah. So, so but for you to be, he, think, he, but that's like a, a a switch flips at that point. Like, yeah, it's not it. They don't. No, they I'm don't sorry. I I'm just. I love the story of Arthas um a, a lot because of the way it ends up mirrored in uh, Wrath of the Lich King at some points. But anyway, hmm. uh, other games do things. Uh, so I think the I think at least at least in the modern sense, I think one of the like iconic video game twists is the uh, would you kindly moment in Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Bink was talking about that one. Thing, yeah, that, that's definitely a thing to to mention when this kind of thing comes up. Um, yeah. If you have not played Bioshock, uh, I'm going to spoil it. Uh, but it's yeah, not... can you believe that was 13 years ago? People could have could be like have been born after it. Like it's wow. it's actually you know it's... me and Bink were talking um, about this same thing the other day, and she brought up that scene in Bioshock, and I was like, how come every time we talk about video games, you talk about Bioshock? And then I brought up this thing about Arthas, and she was like, how come every time you talk about video games, you talk about Warcraft? I was like, oh, I guess I'm filling that role today. (laughs) Um, But essentially, this this twist is um, when you first start Bioshock, you're greeted by a nice uh, nice, uh, Irish-voiced man who who asks you, uh, would you kindly do uh, many things? Uh, and it, it puts it, you know, on your objective marker and it, uh, like Nick mentioned earlier, is your only way to proceed. So you must listen to this man. Um, and then about halfway through, maybe two thirds of the way through the game, they kind of pull the rug out from under you uh, at a moment where um, you finally meet this uh, uh, Andrew Ryan, the guy who's in charge of this crazy destroyed utopia. Uh, and uh, he basically reveals through a very cool cutscene. Uh, that you are uh, that would you kindly is a like Manchurian candidate control phrase that you have been conditioned to always obey whenever anyone leads with that. Uh, right, and um, people lost their shit over it at the time because it was an examination of the whole. Oh, okay. Well, the character has their goals, but the player is actually telling them what to do, kind of thing. Right, it's extremely yeah. hack now and kind of was then. It just wasn't mainstream yet. You know, like there were yeah. Lots I think of a games. game, a game of that budget, doing a thing like that was mm-hmm. still a little novel at that point. I think, which is insane because we were yeah, talking what a couple like episodes ago about fucking Earthbound, which is which does that shit. Well, they ask like, for the player's name. Yeah, they ask for like, the player's yeah. name, and, and then like, they oh, roll that in. Player, yeah, player, can you help us? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. So that like that, I think that is a that is a cool moment. Um, in in kind of the gameplay sense, I think as as a twist, it is interesting in that like the rest of the game has you trying to deprogram yourself so that you cannot be controlled by the uh, by those guys. 
Um, but oh, you know what? I just so if you're all set, Alex, I was just yeah. No, to, I think um, that's that just had to be mentioned because that's like yeah, one it's of very the big similar twists. to what I'm guessing is the twist of this game, but we'll get to that later too. But um, well, I was just listening to a podcast on uh, Inside the game we talked about. Yes, we had all episode year, on it. so it has a really similar. We actually talked about it two years ago, Cam. Two years ago. Wow. Yeah. How old am I? Um, <laughs> the two because I was graded for this podcast. Mm. Um, but we we don't exist without uh, it. Talk about the the secret ending in our episode, I think, and whether it's really similar to how the Bioshock is like. Wow, you're being you're the character. Yeah. Is Who being are you controlling? Yeah. The right. whole time or yeah. right. The only the truly scene. good ending was would be if you turned the game off and didn't proceed. And it's like <laughs> actually fuck you. Design a get design a story or don't. No, like, it was good. I like the ending of that. I don't know. I do you not like any of these twist endings. No, 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 no. There, no there, I, I think it's, there, it's there easy. Are a lot it's easy to poke fun at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, from that perspective, and I do. So that's, I don't like know some of them, and I don't even particularly think that the Bioshock one is a bad one. I don't think it get, should get credit for being revolutionary. Yeah, but I do think it was well done. Like mm. I, I don't, I'm not about to say. Like, well, yeah, oh, I mean, uh, I have yeah. my, I have my quibbles about Bioshock because it is essentially a watering down of a game genre I really enjoy. Well, I mean, you are <laughs> underwater. A lot, of, a lot of the so... things it gets credit for are, have been done by games that are much older than it. But I think that it um it, yes. it does a it it accidentally really uh, softens like the kind of Ayn Rand stuff that it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, like, no, of course. And they're people, all, they're are, all people the bad are, guys. People come away from it saying, "Wow, I really like Fountainhead." What? Yeah, I know. They're, they're like Andrew Ryan. He had he had it right. He died on his feet like a man under his own. Yeah. You know, under he he chose he chose everything even up until the moment of his death. And it's like, yeah, but like he he's a loser like his utopia <laughs> collapsed on itself but yeah, the game it's not their fault it's not the person's fault like the player's fault for misinterpreting that the game does a shitty job of showing you like that this is bad you know like that the that the well, yeah they play in iconography that is beyond what i think they're able to deliver on in a, yes, in a meaningful true. story sense mm. But, but you um, can um, play Pipe Dream in the turret hacking. That's game. true. So, so you can play a different game. It's good or bad. I um, love a game where I could play a different game. That's, yeah, that's always a plus. If I could take us off of uh, games for a second, um, I've been watching a lot of Twilight Zone for a future episode uh, coming out in like two years mm-hmm. from now. A but, series uh, based on Hack Twists. Yes, exactly. So. <laughs> It I will think, probably be coming out in August for you listening. Yeah, like three years from now. But uh, <laughs> the uh, thing I like, I think I like about twists in video games is that you're, you're not constantly trying to guess what the twist is, which is kind of the problem yeah. with Twilight Zone sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Constant, but it's also the fun of it. Like we were watching one of these episodes about a psychic uh, girl in school and we were constantly trying to guess what the twist is. Which ruins it a little bit sometimes, but it it also is really fun to be like with your friends just yelling out, um, "Oh, he's so the bad guy!" Yeah, I played uh, I played Phoenix Wright that way with Emily, and I gotta tell you, most of the time we were wrong. And the one time that she was right from moment one of the case, it pissed me off so much because <laughs> it was such an out there guess, yeah. and it was like a. She didn't. She did not have like enough information to like say that. I'm like, oh, you know, it's probably not that. And then as the case details get revealed, I'm like, oh my god, her answer is the only one. Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense all the right pieces still um, falling. Into place <laughs> and you're like, no. That's um. I I watched the first time I watched episode one was with um 
my roommate in college now, and her boyfriend are we at the time. Talking about Star Wars episode yes. one. Yes, we are or... talking about. Yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars episode, episode one. The episode one could we possibly be talking? Um, about? Sure. All right. So <laughs> I like the entire time I was like, oh, the twist here is that uh, that is not Amidala, that is not Padme, that's somebody else, and she's the other chick, right? Which is like, yeah, they're not gonna like kill her or whatever. Um, and every time I was like, oh yeah, no, that's not Padme. Uh, Leo at the time was like, oh, no, no, just shut up and watch. No, that's not right. Because he didn't want me to know the twist. I'm like, that's not even a yeah. twist. Um, <laughs> but that, that's a smaller one. It's fun to go to theaters because you're not, you know, you're not outwardly voicing your uh, hmm. opinions to the people next to you unless you're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> like, in yeah. a theater, like, be like, ah, that, no, I mean, um, watching a movie is different at home but if you were wait, wait were you in the theaters no no i oh, when was the last time they <laughs> in ran in 1999 yeah no in 1999 yeah, uh six-year-old seb was watching twist? that and i knew the twist <laughs> yep uh yeah no. it's totally fine at home but like you know if in, the, in the theaters someone was like you know trying yeah, that's to not actually her what's happening <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, one thing we played on podcast, I'm not sure how much of a twist it is, but Hypnospace Outlaw, when you're kind of like realizing you're not just a mod, you're kind of the bad guy, you're ruining everyone's fun. Not super a twist, but... Well, yeah, they recontextualize your role in yeah. the game. Like you're yeah. you're kind of, yeah, you're kind of the cop. Yeah, and you're a complete they dark. kind of twist it around and say, oh, actually, the people who own this are irresponsible and bad. Um, yeah, and then you have to save people depending mm -hmm. on how game. you act but yeah that's a good example um so i've played a lot of games where the the fucking hack twist happens uh i think because i'm drawn i am extremely drawn to games where the subheader in the marketing is there's a mysterious secret of whatever oh, yeah. of or this isn't what of, it seems to be the game or yeah <laughs> every time they put that shit in the marketing i'm like i bet i know what the mysterious secret is and like 90 percent of the time it's disappointing but sometimes when it when it does work it's like fucking amazing you know like like silent hill 2 we we've made a ton of jokes about silent hill 2's twist but it works and it's good like it's foreshadowed yeah. well and that, that's one it, that works even if you know what it yeah. is because it's yeah. not, exactly they underplay they know, underplay the moment in a way yeah. that makes if you it feel know, less yeah if you know the ending of silent hill 2 you're still gonna get it be excited when you reach it because it's 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 like a well done thing you know it's a yeah. it's a well done game We've done and... a lot of damn mysteries on this show. I'm, I was going to mention Columbo, too. Alex brought up that yeah. Columbo is so fun because everyone knows how it happens. Yeah, they show you how it happened yeah, first thing. And yeah, it's like but the twist is how he gets figure it out. Yeah. 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 Way more fun. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'm so happy that that episode stuck with all of you that much because I, <laughs> I'm good. like, I, I was worried that it was going to be too, uh, like, I'm too, uh, too old or whatever. No, for me, I think the most fun I had with Columbo was watching my dad watch a show that he was actually like, oh my god, haha, wow, cool. And then, uh, yeah. normally he just watches I mean, the that's news. Nice too. Um, anyway, uh, him, yeah. uh, oh, um, uh, I was, was gonna. That adult Swim show Nick made us watch. Sorry. What? Did he watch that with you? What? What was the Adult Swim show that we watched uh, for Nick's episode? Oh, um. Oh, uh, Xavier Renegade Angel? Yeah, Xavier. Yeah, yes. did he watch that with you? Did he like that? Oh, oh God, that would no. have been fun. Think of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched that. I think I watched that a little bit with Sarah. I think she was staying with me at that point. Um, but that was. What a show. Uh, oh, um. Soma. Do you guys know Soma? 
Oh yeah, I do yeah. know Soma. Soma, know yeah. Soma so well. the the conceit. Uh, I think I played that on. I Alex, do you have it or does Seb have it? I, I don't I have it. One of your I, Steam I, shares. I have it. So you made a okay. So yeah, I've um. It's funny. I'm just like, oh, all the games just appear in my library. I don't even check to see whose it is before I start <laughs> playing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that's a yeah, good that one. Game, yeah, that's a that's a fun one because the twist is like told to you at the very beginning. So a character explicitly tells you this is what's going to happen, but your character, the player character, doesn't understand it. Mm-hmm. So he keeps he keeps muscling along without getting the twist, even if the player does or doesn't. Yeah. But the, he'll keep saying things like, "Okay, so um, uh, the twist isn't going to happen, right?" And then the the, the uh, comms character will be like, "No, the twist already happened." Well, like, they God, yeah. the twist isn't going to happen, right? Uh, yeah, right, they, right, they, right. They, they, they play a lot. In, yeah, I get it. And like I. I might just talk about this. So if you're interested in playing that game, uh, just skip 30 seconds or something. Right. Uh, but skip a few minutes because like, I want to say stuff they, too. Yeah. Yeah. They really, they really go after the idea that like, oh, that, that copy of me over there, is that really me? And then they're like, oh, don't think about it. It's probably yeah. not you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's um, what I like about that. I'm, I'm like super into things that tackle um, that sense of existential crises um or like the mm-hmm. permanence of consciousness um so the yeah. conceit if if you're not skipping this bit um because you don't care yeah, if you don't care which um is, yeah, is game, even if you know what it so is the soma from 2014 yeah the um the character the main character goes in for like an experimental like thing for like i think he has a brain tumor or something like that um and what basically happens is his consciousness is kind of scanned and uploaded and then is then reused for some, like, AI kind of robot. And he's, like, re-uploaded well, yeah, and re-uploaded. essentially the, like, the absolute very first test yeah. of what would become in the far future, like, this uh, yeah, memory scanning and downloading technology. Yeah. So uh, in, yeah. in the far future, um, he he wakes up, or a copy of him wakes up on, like, an underwater base um that has fallen to this weird for the player you go immediately from the doctor's office in the current year to the spaceship in the future year yeah so the underwater so for him it's (laughs) it's like one to one it's like this is where i was and now i woke up here um so for the character it feels like this is one continuous stream of consciousness and there's another point in the game where you actually switch bodies again and again for you that's uh, a continuous stream of consciousness yes. but the other copy dies so the, yeah. the... well no and you you have the explicit choice to kill yourself at yeah. that point yeah uh, you can leave you, you can leave the copy of you there or you can turn it off um, if, if, it's, if it's the part I'm thinking of that, that is a point in the game where you're able to do that yeah so that's uh, and... um yeah. Sorry. And your your player your player transfers over. So you're like, oh well that's not me because I'm not controlling them anymore. Yeah, even though so, that was uh, an exact copy of you who had the same exact experience yeah. up until they, that. They play in second. that all the way up till you know the at the end of the game where yeah, uh, yeah if you want to go ahead and, he, and finish it. Yeah, he's actually very upset know. about it. Um which I <laughs> yeah, yeah it, which some games might take it and be like, oh well. You know, but he's he's really right. upset because this is a brand new thing yeah. for him, regardless of... I, I, I really yeah. enjoy games uh, while we're talking about this sort of thing. And this is a little bit sidestepping what we're talking about, but I really enjoy games where the player understands something that the character doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's like, known, as opposed to the character just acting like an obvious thing isn't real, like... Um, you know, like oh, if you, when you when uh, like for example, remember Gen Six of Pokemon when the 
the the villain shows up ten minutes in and talks about how he wants to purify the world, and everyone just acts like that's normal, like haha, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's not not like that. That's a bad example, but a good example. Uh, I I mean like like uh, Soma is a good example, but um, it, it kind of reminds me what I think sort of of Bloodborne because your character doesn't speak, but I like to imagine that they don't understand anything that's going on around them. Huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like they don't they don't get a single thing that's happening. They're just kind of like. Hi, my name is Johnny Bloodborne. I gotta kill all the beasts. So I gotta go forward, and then yeah, like he has no the... intellectual thoughts about what he's doing, <laughs> or the morality of it at all. But he's just like, oh, that guy's kind of fucked up. Oh. <laughs> I gotta kill him. George just yeah. like popped in for one second. Oops. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, this this shit all started with Mario two when he found out it's all. A <laughs> I like the, the idea that you're presenting that that is the first twist in a video game, which I I don't well, know if I've done the not, research but... to back that up, but I like that you're boldly saying this. I think, um, I mean, Mar I mean, Metroid was eighty seven, right? If Samus is a girl, it might be first. I think but, that's uh, the twist was that think, you um... assumed her gender. Yeah. Oh, it's in the eighties. That's not a twist. Um, but. Uh... Like, this sort of thing, I think of, you know, Spec Ops The Line has the whole thing of... Yeah. They, they at least try to do it with their, like, a... They they do a good version of it because they're, like, you've been trained to think that the American military, if they're in a place and they're doing something good, but in this case, they're doing something bad and you're doing something bad. Yeah. You're killing so, a bunch uh, of innocent So, essentially, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, right. Spec Ops The Line uh, was a video game that came out in, like, 2013 or something. Um, but it was... It's essentially... It's a third-person shooter game. Uh, and it's essentially an, an adaptation of uh, Apocalypse Now and or Heart of Darkness, uh, mm. where you, are the, you, the player, are shooting a bunch of dudes and doing unspeakable evil. And then the game is like, hey, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> and they, but since it was one of the first, one of the first games, at least, that got popular, that kind of did that, that sort of thing, it was, it was popular and interesting in that way. But a lot of people pointed out the fact that there is no other way to to progress in the video game. Uh, and there's a big famous scene where you uh, kill a bunch of civilians with white phosphorus. That's really rough. And they really rub your face in it. It's like real um, life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it works. It works when it's not like when the game doesn't say, I can't believe you had you did this. Why didn't you not do this? You know? Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little mixed on it. I think it depends on the execution. And I, I yeah. think in, in Spec Ops's case, I think it works because mm. they reflect it back on the player character a little bit more than they reflect it back on the player. I think right. you can you kind of see his decline as a person from being forced to do all this stuff. Is this the one with the like your helmet like hides bodies and stuff that you're no, is that's that Haze. Haze? That's Haze, and that oh. game kind of sucks. Um, yeah, but... the twist is cool. <laughs> yeah, um, um, otherwise, aside from all this heady stuff, Spec Ops is kind of just a very basic third-person military shooter uh, mm. in most other cases. Speaking uh, it's of, set uh, in a cool a... sand-covered Dubai. The yeah. setting is interesting. Um, yeah, but... Speaking what... of games with a heavy military focus, yeah. uh, I mean, you can't you can't do talk about this stuff without talking about Metal Gear, because in Metal Gear... Uh, your brother rolls up to you after hours of killing and goes, you enjoy all the killing, don't you? <laughs> and you as and a guy sitting at home at one in the morning on the PS1 covered in Doritos, you're like, what? I do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> excuse me? Um, so the, 
the icon for our server just reminded me of the twist that the uh, government made the plague on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, not, there's lots Deus of X. Deus Ex does this a hundred times because its whole thing is what if every conspiracy was real? Yeah. Yeah. And your character, at the, your character at the beginning believes zero of them, so he has to learn over the course of the game that every single conspiracy is real. And every time one of them is revealed to him, he goes, "I don't know if I believe that's true." Do you even have a single <laughs> fact to back that up? Do you have a single fact to back that up? Uh, this this show always comes back to Deus Ex. That's right. It's a good it game. We, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, we no complaints, but we, we uh, it's something we think about a lot. But um, Metal Gear does this like every game. Which yeah, is ev- every game has some up. crazy twist, and then yeah, uh, Metal Gear Two uh, is the Metal Gear Solid Two is the biggest one, and that like does another five. Five. That doesn't. Uh, two does another version of the whole thing with um, yes, the you're playing the game, but the player character is separate from you. Yeah, and that's when like, oh, we're making you play as somebody who's not the cool guy you want to play as, and you don't have well, a choice. Yeah, I think and... Metal Gear Solid Two is interesting because it is like, um, it is one of the games that I think is the closest to like a very specific commentary on what people expect from a sequel to a popular video game. Mm. I think like that Absolutely. angle, that angle mostly works very well. I think because it is explicitly in- incredibly uncannily similar to the first video game. And you're at the, at first, or at least for me, playing this, not really knowing what happened, uh, what happens. I was like, "Oh, they're just doing Metal Gear again." Like, I get it; it's yeah. the second one. Uh, and then they're like, "Oh, don't you realize we're doing Metal Gear again?" And you're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If our Patreon, if our Patreon hits a hundred dollars, uh, Alex and I are going to do our entire lecture series on the Metal Gear on Metal Gear yeah. games. I guess I'll there's, actually uh, have to sloppy, play those ones that you bought for fun. me, Nick. <laughs> I might have to donate money to the Patreon so that we have to do that. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that, is that allowed? Yeah, I guess I, I don't know why it's not allowed, I guess. Sure. Um, I, was just, I was just saying it because I don't want to have an excuse to do extra work unless there's some reason for it. I, haven't, up, I haven't played this, so I haven't uh, mentioned it, but um, System Shock is known for having a huge twist in it. Oh, yeah, that was a that's Yeah, a definitely. Twist. Yeah. Um, most um, most yeah, immersive too, sim games especially. have a crazy twist, or at least something that they uh, kind of hide from the player, or a misdirect, or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is if you if you played played video games and you know at least a little bit about PC games, you will probably have heard the, about the like I am Shodan reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. cool, weird, interesting thing uh, where at the beginning of the game, you're directed by a, um, the doctor on board the spaceship. It's, it's very similar to what Bioshock does. Well, uh, Bioshock intended took... itself to be a spiritual successor. Yeah, exactly. it's, yeah, that's shock in the name and that's not a coincidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, you're directed by a Dr. Polito and, um, for most of the first half of the game. Uh, and then when you get up to a certain deck and you enter what would be her office, uh, you see her uh, dead in a chair uh, with a pistol. Presumably, she shot herself. The graphics aren't great. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's a good, uh, it's an important case to make. Too bad they yes. didn't have ray tracing. <laughs> um, hmm. And then you're you're kind of locked in that room. So you turn around and try and leave, and you're like, uh, "What do I do?" Um, and then very slowly, the panels of the room start to fold away, and you see the face of Shodan, who is the rogue AI from the first System Shock. If you played that. Um, 
Otherwise, uh, she says uh, the kind of iconic line, uh, the Polito form is dead, uh, 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 yada yada, I am Shodan. Uh, and then the reveal is that you've been led, led, uh, led along by the yeah. insane AI every, the whole time. Every single wow. person who was on your comms, every single person who talked to you, they were all just Shodan with different voices. Like, it's, nice. it's a great yeah. thing. It's like, pretty it's crazy. Like, yeah, she's an AI. She can do whatever she wants. It's like you and her are the only people yeah. on the ship who could have been talking to each and other. It's, it's but she makes a... you think there are other survivors. Yeah. System Shock 2 is a, is a cool, very influential game that I think maybe a lot of people who uh, started playing games recently or, uh, you know, are a little bit younger than us might not have checked out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Out if, if only to find out where my Twitter uh, avatar yes. came from. <laughs> if you like Portal, it does a very similar thing. The crazy AI, that's more System Shock than yeah. it is anything Valve did. It's it's one of those unfortunate uh, things, though. Like, if you've been around games, you've probably heard of the twist, or there is a twist, and it involves Shodan um, doing yeah. kind of like a, a face heel turn. A lot of these twists um, we've talked about, just, just to get this out there. If yeah. you've listened to this first segment and you haven't played a lot of these video games, I don't think anything we mentioned would ruin any of the video yeah. games yeah, that we've talked about. Yeah, it's just that then you don't get quite the shock to your system. Uh, yeah. In System Shock, Whoa. it's it's kind of one of those things where when uh, Star Wars first came out, like Luke, I am your father, was actually kind of like a what? And and I recently yeah. learned that the word Vader means father, and now I'm just pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to say that out loud. Wait, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Uh, that was no. a line in a film somewhere. I don't remember what. Uh, some dumb comedy from years ago made that joke and wow, i think about it all the time or something yeah that was the first time the i heard that too. i mean in german you wouldn't say it as vader but it, it it's yeah you know it's spelled mm-hmm. mm. but yeah all, all media has dumb hack twists and uh they mostly are very fun and cool even if they're bad <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can it's, have fun with say, the, like know, even in an M Night Shyamalan movie. Oh yeah, I I use I use hack in the um, in the sense Endearing. that I do still enjoy these. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Hmm. Yeah. Even if oh, it's yeah. a Twilight Zone situation and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh man! Right. Uh, and the last thing I'd like to say is I'll get into it more in the second segment, but um, uh, there are loads of RPG Maker games that are available for free on the internet that do shit like this because it was that person's first time making a game and i would i will tell you right now that those are still worth playing Mm -hmm. i think that there's a lot of really interesting stuff that was somebody's first game either making or playing and i think that because of that uh, i i played all of these because of a video i saw in high school called (laughs) horror games with bad graphics that (laughs) made me want to try out every free game that i possibly could that had some kind of creepy twist and i'm glad i did because it means that i have seen things that are slightly different from you know the last of us 2 saying that i'm bad for killing hundreds of people they made me kill like it's well, yeah it's, i think yeah. a lot of a lot of the the twists we talk about are uh were more early cases or where this kind of thing was not as expected as yeah it, was. it wasn't as I hacky mean, yet. Year, years and years of indie games being popular and mainstream has meant that a lot of this stuff is just taken for granted. Yeah, and we think, might yeah, we think, might be talking about this yeah, as like we're, hack we're twist. A little, but um, we're a little into our second segment. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah and yeah, I will mention before yeah. we start the second segment, I since this game came out in two thousand eight, I wouldn't call it quite as hack, but it, I there, call there's a bit made that is by pretty. Two people hack. I think that that's just like 
<laughs> a game made by two people in 2008, you said? Yes, 2008. Like, you know, that's whatever. I'm not worried about it. Like, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. worth... Like, I can make fun of Bioshock all I want because Ken Levine thinks he's a genius and he had $5 million. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's the you've got, like, a whole writing like, team there to go through something and be right. like, hey, that's hack, we shouldn't right. do that. But with two and people... And they all have to listen to Ken Levine, which is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, like... Where you he know, says, include so, it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I can make fun of him, and I pledge to make fun of him far more, especially if Bioshock Infinite ever comes up. Uh, yeah, but, ooh. Uh, Don't make beyond... us do that. That's a hate, so yeah. I won't do it. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you mention it, because um, when this podcast goes up, you will probably still have uh, a couple of hours to vote in the poll, it, or at least go over to our Patreon and discover what won. Yeah. Uh, Come on, go to the but poll. But right now, we're, right now, we're still yeah. in the uh, in the middle of it, uh, the... Um, yeah, so that's hey. patreon.com slash please. Yep, don't you don't have to be a patron yep. to vote. You just have to have a Patreon account. And if you right. didn't hear our so, episode last week where we shouted this out, this is a poll for our month now monthly? Now that we hit yes. the tier? Yes. Yeah, no. as long as we're on that tier, uh, our, we will do it. Our bonus yes. episode about a thing we don't like. So go to yeah. the beat. Right. Uh, and um, we it is stiff competition right now. Literally one vote could turn it around. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, you're you're voting okay. for it's, it's toss your vote close. in. Make an alt account. Toss your vote in. Yeah. yeah. You're you're <laughs> voting for um, matters at this point. Watchmen the right, HBO right, right. series, Detroit Become Human, um Modern Simpsons. Modern Modern Yeah, Modern Simpsons. Modern Simpsons. Modern Simpsons. And Scary Movie Three. Scary Movie Three. Is there a fifth and one? Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Okay. Yes. Yes. I didn't specify the book or the movie. I'm not sure which one would be worse. Um, I feel like it's got to be the movie. The movie's going to be more accessible for everybody, I think. (laughs) There's probably more to hate because it's probably even more watered down than the book is. I don't know. Uh, All right. So, anyway, we will be back. uh, But first, we're going to switch this podcast off for a little bit while we take a break. Uh, And when we return, uh, the purification will be in progress. Welcome to the break. Uh, it's Nick again. I first of all, I want to apologize again for my horrible, horrible audio. Uh, but uh, if you've made it this far, then I have confidence that you'll be able to make it through the entire show. Next week, things will be back to normal, and by that, I mean we'll have a different, horrible audio problem for everyone to enjoy. Now, speaking of enjoyment, uh, we have to announce the winner of our poll over on Patreon.com/slash Please Don't Cast, where you voted to. Pick the next episode of our new monthly show, Hazardous Materials. Now, normally, we choose something that we really enjoy or that means something to us, uh, but Hazardous Materials is special in that we pick something bad. The nominees were HBO's Watchmen, Modern Simpsons, Detroit Become Human, and Scary Movie 3, and Ready Player One. Without further ado, let's hear the winner. It looks like you Cretans have chosen Ready Player One. So we'll be watching Ready Player One 
uh, on hazardous materials at the end of this month. Uh, thank you all for participating, and if you are interested in being in the next one, go join us over at patreon.com slash please don't cast. Back to the show. listen to this your life depends on it uh this week we are talking about off and i am the judge here to let you all know that your mission is extremely important i think your name Uh, is pablo so bink sent us the request to uh play the video game off and she asked us to beat off yeah Yes, yep, friend of the show, past guest Bink. Um, the garden wallet. Yeah, so um, that's correct. And she's um, she sent us in some stuff before. Yeah, uh, she asked us to beat off, person. and Cam and Alex could not finish. <laughs> yeah, well, it takes me <laughs> Look, a long time. Yeah, I don't want to tell I don't want to tell people how to live their lives, but if you have trouble beating off, it's usually a symptom of something much deeper. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, women. So... A lot of women have have some problems, and it's not really a symptom of uh, themselves having an issue, but of society having an issue. Right, and of course we are talking about beating the video game off, which came out in uh, 2000, oh, 2008. Um, oh, what? I didn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this is a game made by uh, French woman Mortise Ghost. Uh, and one Ghost of the persons is the name no, 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 hold on. That's not no, that, the real that name. Is, that is, I don't know her real name. Is that, that the screen name? name? Okay. Yes, that's the screen right. name. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. like, Come on. It could have been a no, French right. name, honestly. Yeah, I believe uh, it a little bit. Like, Toby Fox is probably not Toby Fox's real name. Martin. Seb, you're a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're crashing on us again. Sorry. Repeat yourself. Oh, you're back. Hello. All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, Bing's so, doing a call in um, the other room, so she might be eating my internet. Um. Yeah, so there was... um. Uh, there, there was one other person working on the game who I, whose name I can't remember at this point. I'm sorry. Um, it was uh, like but, um, cold well or cold something. It was all D yes. something. I believe hot, they hot did Coleman. the music. Cold hot Coldman. Hot Coldman. <laughs> yeah, I believe they did the music and some other things. But yeah, um, hot, this hot, is this was a small project, and uh, this was made in RPG Maker, a, a platform that I have a lot of experience with, because as I as I joked before the show, but um. It's because in, when I was in high school, uh, I saw a video oh. that I really liked called Horror Games That Have Bad Graphics. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it made me play a bunch of RPG Maker games because I, too, wanted to experience these horror um, games I, that had bad graphics. I found the... Um, okay, so the other person who worked on this did the soundtrack, and his name um, is Alier Conrad Coldwood, or Alias. I don't know. All right. oh, I, they're close. all French, right, right. so... Yeah, it's... yeah, you were, you were close. Huh? You were close. Yeah. You work really, really close. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So th- this is an interesting rabbit hole to dive into as yeah. someone who likes games and plays games, checking out mm. like weird two-person projects that people make with right. these kind of open source uh, or whatever uh, game making programs. Right, right. Mm. And I want to get this out of the way right at the beginning because um, I think this is going to be important to everything that we have to say about the game. This is very clearly inspired by earthbound at a time when it was not hacked to do that yeah um, <laughs> to be inspired by and earthbound. also um, um what everybody and actually um yeah i think i'll explain a little bit why uh bank wanted us to play it it's mm. one of her favorite oh, yeah, games sure. um right, right yeah right. it's one of her favorite games um it was 2008 came out um which was 
long what was it 2013 under undertale came out 2015 was under 2014 yeah i'd have to wiki yeah. video when lisa the painful came out too because that's another yeah thing. i don't yes, even yes, know that actually one. that's another thing um, all three right, of these know. games are closely tied together as is you may nikki which i will get to in a little yeah, bit yeah they, oh, they are all inspired by earthbound um this one definitely not as polished as as undertale um but i think it was right. one of the Sorry, indie games just an addendum uh lisa came out in 2014 okay so, yeah yeah it was one of the first indie games i think to gain traction uh for being um inspired by earthbound and you can see the influence but there's definitely a lot of uh twists mm-hmm. to it that make it a bit different um yeah 2008 and- was not that much later than mother 3 itself at least wow the, really like, whole fan translation and western availability of that yeah. game yeah Speaking of fan translations, um, um, we right. this was actually done originally in French, um, so True. we all had to and play an was... English translation, which I think the first one came out a couple of years after. Uh, 2011 year. was the English translation of Off, and I can tell you when that was because I started seeing a bunch of fan art of the batter that I had no yes. idea who the fuck this character yeah, was. Yeah, Bink, Bink is um, very into the batter. She actually, um, it was really cool, and she had to get rid of it because he was too big. She made a giant sculpture ah. of the evil batter from the end of the game. Um, cool. and I've, I saw it in person. He was really cool. Um, but, mm. uh, yeah, so, uh, she, jo- she likes Undertale, but she jokingly likes to, um, like bash Undertale for being like, off did it first with the Earthbound okay. kind of inspiration. I will get to but, it in my impressions, uh, because I have a lot to say about yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, no, she, oh, she, no, she jokingly like talks say... about how Undertale stole, stole the spotlight, but yeah. she, she does like Undertale. Often the one okay, who so... does it first does not do it best. That's I correct. guess we will get into it. But in that case, I would like to say that the initial release date of Yume Nikki, another uh, RPG Maker game, uh, which is about a young girl exploring dreams, and I might have you guys play it uh, eventually, maybe around Halloween, because it's a very influential game, especially in the indie scene. Um, but uh, Yume Nikki is uh, a game about a young girl exploring her dreams. And that was made in RPG Maker, and that also takes influence from Earthbound, but not in the same way that this does. Uh, and it came out in 2004. It fucking came mm-hmm. out in 2004. Like, it's, it's games are still stealing from Yume Nikki now, and it came out in 2004. And it's available oh. for free everywhere. What is that? Yume Nikki? Yume, I think, means yeah. dream. And oh. Nikki yes. is her name? Okay. Is diary. Gotcha, it's, gotcha, no, gotcha. It's, it's dream diary. Dream diary, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, um, I feel like that period was more of, like, Japan's prime game. time for the indie games. Like, there's Yume Nikki and Cave Story and Toho. Yeah. The early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to post it for Cam, <laughs> yeah. just so that he can see it, uh, if he hasn't yeah. seen it before. We're all Googling um, things right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to hear a lot I of clean what these things are, so I'm trying to... <laughs> Bink, I want to thank you for suggesting this because again, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not something we would have done normally. Yeah, this yes. is an, and that's, this is an um, oddball one in the, in the sense we would not have done this. Yeah, otherwise. she. So thank you. She wanted to be on um, for this episode, but um, because <laughs> but she we was moved, off? she was <laughs> off the episode. Um, so she uh, because I requested that the um, episode would be moved to Thursday for recording instead of Wednesday, like we usually do, so that I had more time to do the homework that i procrastinated on um she already had some plans so she's over there um Mm. on a pre-planned call with a friend um but well thank you bing and if you ever want to write in uh especially about your opinions on this episode we will be happy to yeah i i told her um i don't think she had time or um 
she, of course not. This uh, is but fine. I, I told no her to, to write in to say the things she wanted to say. Um, but she did want to mention, A, how Morty's Ghost was actually very friendly and very nice to the fans um, amid a homestuck community that was very toxic. Um, because oh, he, he kind uh, of came out, I think, of the there. homestuck community or was uh, interrelated with that. So many people did. It yeah. just seems like every artist around the time that homestuck was at its biggest was a, was a homestuck person. Yeah, and I can see it's just like a little bit the influence on here. Um it's just it's just one of those communities that just absorbs artists like just like kind of sucks them in yeah, and I, absorbs them into itself. I watched a good video video essay. I think it was Sarah Z, but I might be wrong about that. Um on YouTube who talked about uh how influential the Homestuck community was and how so many artists came out of it and how it like mm. kind of nurtured a lot of creative people, but that's not the topic of the podcast today. Today we are talking about off. Save okay. it for the unfortunate so, Homestuck. So right. we yeah. Might, so we might the Homestuck do Two episode. Well, well, the thing is, uh, you know, now Alex, we have a podcast specifically devoted to hurting us. So uh, <laughs> you should be careful. That care- would be a thing I would be- dislike. You should be careful about what you bring up. Uh, I know that for next month, if we do another poll, I am going to suggest Ruby. Uh, oh, RWBY that would hurt me. because I have Ouch. a lot to say about it and it's not good. Me, so Vix uh, <laughs> sisters I think this entire show we've only yeah. mentioned things I don't know. <laughs> sisters boyfriend is into Ruby. It's 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 so exciting, uh, Cam, because that means that your your take is going to be the freshest and most unique right. out of anyone. Yeah. When you don't so, know what anything is and we're forcing guys, you to take part in it. What is off? I'm glad you asked, Alex. <laughs> Off is a video game uh, made in 2008, translated in 2011, uh, French, by two people, as we've already brought up. Sure. But it is a game about you taking control of a character called the Batter on his quest to purify four zones of specters, these uh, ghosts that are really well-drawn, uh, <laughs> that have uh, infiltrated every area yes. of the game, four zones of this game, and your quest is to purify these four zones. Mm-hmm. And it, the game has a very kind of creepy style. It has a very specific art style, it... and it has a lot of memorable imagery that I think uh, has yeah. made it endure there to There are now. a lot of fucked-up guys you can look at. Right. Mm. It's not a horror game, but it sure acts like one i'll put it that way yeah they they definitely it definitely couches itself in that kind of that kind of imagery at the very least they, um, they want you to be like wow that's a fucked up dude yeah like, I, uh, I, say I, that, I feel like this this game yeah. came out at a time where there were artists who were up and coming that or up and coming or growing up who were influenced by um joan vasquez's um johnny homicidal maniac uh, if if you can, I can see... definitely see a little bit of that there. Is that a webcomic? Yeah. No, me, um, it's a little. Uh, it's a normal comic. Yes, it's a normal comic. Yes. Wow. It is made. It was made by the creator of Invader Zim. He did this before Zim. Um, it's very graphic. It's um, I I know you can't see it very well on the webcam, and the listeners can't see it at all. Um, Seb, you might like... know what I'm talking about, but this also reminds me a little bit of some French comics I've read. Yeah, um, there's. I can't fucking remember the name of it because it's already translated and the translated title doesn't make any sense. But I'll try and link it later if I find it. Um, um, but yeah, it, it's like all about the kind of gritty, creepy... Um, you know what was popular in DeviantArt in 2008? Um, so you yeah, know. In, in the play, this game is kind of a 2D 
RPG. Yeah, um, yeah 2D, not isometric, but top-down-ish. Yes. Um, yeah. Again, inspired by Earthbound. Traditional, very traditional. You take, yes, you take control of the batter, a character in old-style baseball attire who looks extremely smug with his sprite. And uh, you, over the course of the sprite. game, instead of picking up other party members who are like real characters you pick up add-ons which are like rings with different abilities yeah they are named yeah, uh, alpha omega and epsilon um yes and, I, yeah. I like i quite liked that bit of the game but yes. we'll get into it later too, too uh, i am the alpha and there. the omega yeah. mm-hmm. oh, very nice um right 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 so i think i think that for impressions we are going to go through in the order of who played the most of the game so that we can kind of move forward with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Alex, what did you think of the video game off? Who All played right. the least? Yes, I, I think we're going to underline that. I, I played the least. Um, anyway, um, I, I kind of, I do wish you'd played at least till Zone 2, but we're not going to well on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to you guys kind of bringing me through yeah. the experience. If you I'd don't like intend to, to... Like to hear where this yeah. goes... Yeah, if you because don't intend I to don't finish know it, it doesn't. I will do it myself. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very um, short, but oh well. Yeah, I think that this game. I was mentioning this in the green room before we started recording. Um, Are that I, is that I what we're calling is, it now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the kind of game that I feel like there is another shoe that it, you're waiting to drop for most of this game. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that becomes more apparent as you get farther in. But yes. having only played a little bit of this video game, it is hard to to say much to where it would go. So I think that <laughs> my take might be the uh, the least interesting. But um, generally, uh, I was not uh, super into this. Um, I've been playing a lot of RPG games recently uh and a lot of games that are much older than this that mm. i think have done better things with the mechanics at yeah the i mean I, right. I, this right i think that it's interesting that rpg um rpg maker gives you a set of tools and they're not very limiting it's kind of just like a a set of examples really for you to work off of it's like yeah. you don't know how to cold then code then rpg maker can help you get to where you want to be yeah sure. Um, Which is why yeah, there are so many horror I, I games in RPG sure, Maker. I, I didn't even really realize that this was an RPG Maker game going in, but it makes a lot of sense knowing that now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, a lot of the like game part of this is more boilerplate than I would have expected. Yeah. Um, uh, Bink, Bink did mention, um, and I'm sure the criticism a lot of us are going to have, or most of us are going to have, is the combat is very boring. Um but Bink did mention that Mortis Ghost himself did say that he was, um, like, kind of disappointed in how the co- combat came out. Wish he could have could have done it better in the end. But um, you can, yeah, yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna probably touch on this in other people's impressions as well. But um, one of the things that um, I enjoyed out of uh, similar similar games that came later, like Undertale and Lisa is that there is at least a couple affordances to like what modern gamers would like a little more. I think mm-hmm. that this this game right. has random encounters and an active time battle system very reminiscent of like uh old Final Fantasy games like 4 and 5. Right. It's uh yeah, it's it's kind of 5 and 6ish if I may yeah, say so. Yeah. I, I would say especially with the having whole... just gotten off 6 recently, I would say that 6 does a little bit more with uh, what your tool set is as a player. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, 
Final Fantasy VI is a lot more concerned with what each character is doing and when in a battle than what Off is concerned with. Off is sure. concerned with making a video game that doesn't crash when you boot it up. Yes. Which, it does, which is true. Yes. It, it, it does happen. It works very well. I'd like to say that. Right. I never... Um, much more polished games have uh, crashed on me like dozens of times. Absolutely. And Off has not. Absolutely. But what, what I would say is, as far as the mechanics go, I, I think that the games that would come later, especially Undertale in this sense, would be more would get more creative with how you approach combat in a basic sense. Yeah. I'll talk um, about it more, but yeah. Undertale definitely. It seems yeah. like they had a, a unique idea with the, the CP meter where you can't attack until your meter refills. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're not strictly that, yeah, that's on a, a. That's a very, uh, a very like uh, Final Fantasy thing. So that's yeah. that's been a oh, thing for a while. That yeah. To, to explain oh, oh, yeah, to the. Just, so they had no unique idea. Yeah. So, sorry. For okay. for our listeners, I, I name dropped active time battle system a couple times, but that is essentially what that is. Um, you uh, have a meter that will fill up, and you can attack when the meter is full. If you yeah. linger on the menus, you can be attacked while you're thinking. Yeah, because the uh, the okay. enemies also have one of those. So you're not strictly yes, on a on a turn based system. It's just whenever you have the CP or. I, uh, I, I don't think it's CP. It's the worst of both yeah. worlds. Yeah. Uh, between uh, <laughs> uh, strictly yeah. turn-based and action battle system. But yeah, yeah right. No and you can go into the menu action. and switch it from waiting to active if you'd like, or vice versa. Sure. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate the waiting a little bit more because that gets kind of closer to the turn-based that yeah. works with this system. But yes. I'm because sorry, Cam, to time... say that this that is yeah. a thing that Final Fantasy did in like right. 19. Yeah, this is not original. Or I've never played any of those, yes. so yeah, I had no idea. Um, but anyway, to get away from the mechanics, which I understand are a limitation of the system, I'm sure you could do more with RPG Maker. But at you know, of the time, I understand. Yeah, I don't think Mortis Ghost had actually done that much before either. So, um, yeah, comparative, like um, as a first game or as a first published, self-published game, it's it works yeah, absolutely. It's it's a far cry better than I can do, and I yeah. don't want this to come across as me hating on someone's, you know, first project or passion project or anything like that, yes. because it's it's much better than me as a person could ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, having just done the first, kind of up, to, up through the first boss of this game, um, I was kind of interested in where they were going tone-wise. I think that they're kind of setting up for um, your character and we'll, we'll see if this pans out with your guys' impressions, but yeah. oh, um, just to get like, my theories out there. Can you can you um, um, summarize, like, I mean, what there is of a plot up to how far you played? Yeah, essentially a cat man uh, tells cat you man. that you should He's a Cheshire cat character, things. basically. His name is the yes. judge. He, he looks grotesque. Uh, so I you love know him. He's probably not, he's either not to be trusted or everything is fucked up here. You're getting Everything one is of those up. two things. It's it's a second. Yeah. Um, so he gives you a combat tutorial and he tells you that you should go purify things. And immediately I'm like, okay, purify. It should be in air quotes. You're probably doing a bad thing. It's very, um, very... I mean, I know it's a translated game, but what a very perfectly specific choice of words sure yeah, um, i think there are the bad word things choice, you need to purify there's been three versions of translations and i think that the third version um i didn't find any problems or awkwardness in it so i think they probably no, were very particular seemed, absolutely i think i think i would assume that the french is also as on the nose 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I think they want that choice. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. It's like, um, that is a good So choice. one of my very first impressions with this game comes from the combat tutorial uh, where your, uh, your cat friend is like, okay, please attack me. Please select attack. Don't select <laughs> auto. That's bad. Don't do that. You might kill uh, so me. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'll get a funny thing if I do this. And then you just activate the auto battle where you can't really cancel out of or i didn't realize you could cancel out you of can you point. can press the escape yeah, button you, you can absolutely yes yeah, I, I, I didn't realize escape. that just for a while in but you can yes. um so i attacked him X. until he died and then i got a game over <laughs> at that point i was like oh i thought well because i guess i had expected this game to be more self-aware right from the beginning and be it's like self-aware oh, but not that way I... yes exactly <laughs> not in the mechanical sense so i was like oh well, that's kind of a bummer. They didn't really comment on the fact that I did that. No. Um, but anyway, so after your combat tutorial, you go to zone one and uh, you kind of, you go through a tower and the mines and mm -hmm. solve uh, puzzles that mostly consist of trial and error uh, and reading things. No, uh, no the puzzles are mostly the hint and then they have clues for the, the puzzles the everywhere. Puzzle. Well, the ones uh, I'm sorry, the the ones that you had to like pick a switch and it would go see through and then you would pick oh, a second switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of those seemed trial and error. Yes, I could those not find ones, clues yeah. for those. Yeah, the uh, switches, yes. Really? Sorry. I did oh. I did use a end up using a guide to tell me which switches to press because it was a lot of fiddling around and getting the wrong one and having to start over. Um <laughs> so yes, I pulled up a game fact for those and uh I yeah. That helped Man, me I don't wanna I don't wanna dunk on you but I thought I was saying those are kind of too obvious what they were doing. The the, the switches games. were fairly easy, but that's I play puzzle games. There were a lot. I, what what was the but tell like, for that? Um, the writing is on the well. It's it's that the writing um, is on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, true. and also for the switches, if you just pay attention to which blocks disappear when you do which switches, it's fairly easy to. Well, that's what he's out. saying is the trial and error. Yeah. That would, but for me, it, it was fairly easy to be like, ah, oh, this block disappears when I flip this switch, and both of them disappear or reappear when I flip this switch. So it was fairly easy for me, at least. Um, yeah, so when you know. guys were going down the river and you saw numbers written on the yes. wall, mm -hmm. you guys were just like, that's numbers? And then well, what did the numbers correspond no. to? The blocks. The, think of it like a numpad. No, we're not, like, not talking about the blocks. We're talking about one, switches. Two, three. Well, yeah, I, okay. I'm I'm talking about all of these puzzles in general. So uh, but I always, when puzzles. I would see something that seemed to be a clue, I would write it down. So I oh, yeah, right. I, so I, I have like a, a lot of, of little okay. like pieces yeah, I, of paper. I found out I, I I found out very early on that this game was going to be like Professor Layton yes. with its puzzles. Mm. So I just kept notes with me the whole time. I want the game, and that ended up making that ended up making a big difference. I cannot I. I cannot believe you didn't follow that. <laughs> no, I, I, for that that puzzle in particular, I had already been using a guide. So the the one okay. where the numbers were on the wall, I understood that, I or I just yeah took the sequence yeah. as no, as the, it should have. The numbers well, were always pretty about, obvious for, for the specific ones where I you actually have to press the block that I, that I and liked then press in another block. I was really dumbfounded as to how exactly that was supposed to articulate, other than trying it over and over mm -hmm. again. While, while we're on this topic, I would like to bring up that what I didn't like about those puzzles is that it's kind of always, the, at least I've only, I only made it to the, I beat the second zone, but it's like the same every time, like the library later is like, okay, you read the, 
like there are clues around you you read the clue mm. and then the clue is exactly like this is the puzzle like puzzles are always very simple no, yeah there there is not yeah, but they there's get, not much variety get, in what you are doing yeah in any right of the, puzzle the puzzles sections. get more involved as the game goes mm-hmm. on but they don't ever reach some insane kind of level where they require like outside knowledge or anything it's not um Sound Hill 2 on hard hint mode has like shit <laughs> yeah. where you need to know the order in which Shakespearean works came out. It's not yeah. like that. <laughs> That's I did. Funny. I did like um, the, it, while we're on puzzles and I'm kind of you know going through what I was able to finish. Um, there was a section where you had to get the the numbers for the what floor to go on mm-hmm. that I kind of liked. You had to read like oh, each yeah, of the notes, funny. and there was like uh, it was like four word, and then oh, that part was bolded or something. Yeah, that one um, was pretty good and that's like it's, and it was yeah, easy to get simple, distracted but, but there's like the red herring of yeah. the rest of the poems um yeah um the one part that i thought i that i did not like about that was that you could still get into random encounters while you were wandering around those rooms so there was a lot yeah. of i i yeah i don't know it's yeah. just an mm. inelegance that i'm not yeah i'm not a big fan, fan of, of but... random encounters but because most of them were very easy like i didn't care too much Though maybe it's well, because sure. they, they give you an option yeah, to just, automatically fight. Yeah, it's just wasting your time. It's yeah, just, yeah, don't <laughs> yeah, don't play the game for a couple seconds. But yeah, yeah, um, look at your phone. Anyway, yeah, I I don't I, I'm sure we'll get into the rest of other people's impressions and I'll mm-hmm. be able to chime in. But I was simply got up to the first boss and that was the only time I had to use any of my special abilities. So I did that. Yeah, that was day on. He was a tall yes. man and he goes. Her. Maybe somebody else can do a better impression. <laughs> Nick will cut it in here. I think I will. Uh, I, 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 can't I, do it. I will actually be including many of the sounds from this game. Yeah, the sound design is good. I think that that part oh, is yeah. mostly pretty enjoyable. Uh, yeah, I, a good little prompt I, that says "Make sure the sounds on." I worked hard on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked that a lot. There, there were only a couple times where I was like, "Ah, oh, that wasn't good," which was like some I, some well, of the looping. It, it probably plays into it. Probably plays into where the game goes. But I yeah. was really expecting a victory theme. They just have like an ominous sound, and then that's it's silent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is yeah, you'd it's understand probably it thematically, thematically fitting because yes. you're doing a bad thing, as will probably be recontextualized by the video game. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh man, I could go for a Final Fantasy jingle here. I prefer the anyway. Yeah, it didn't click with me, but I also probably didn't give it as much time as I should have. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, well, um, I'll move on. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like. I think well, you should I mean, have played like, through not... to Zone Two, but it's not a big deal. I don't think because you're not it's like not the big your mechanics. responsibility to to you know see a game through to the end. It's the game's responsibility to hold you. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless yeah. of course you're doing it for a podcast, in which case it's your responsibility to the guest. But oh, yeah. I'll get to that later. Uh, so Cam, I'm a terrible host. I'll be think... resigning after this episode. <laughs> you did more than <laughs> I did the for the comedy episode. Off. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're, we don't talk about the comedy episode. we don't not we, i'm, I'm look, deleting on this, that on, on this show we do not hold grudges from old podcasts otherwise what's the fucking point yeah. we'll save that for yes. a bonus show yeah. oh that would be fun oh, it's an indictment of one of us <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing the thing who's um, done the worst okay, on this so podcast played, you were the weakest link goodbye i wanted to so when we were talking about this as a Undertale-like and Earthbound-like, I was excited because I like both of those games quite a bit for um, a ton of reasons. But one of the big ones is um, the humor of those games. So I immediately expected this game to be witty and funny and have some weird uh, mm. psychedelic 
visuals and stuff as is shared through most of those earthbound likes i guess well, i haven't yeah, played least when yeah. you say when you say a game that is inspired by earthbound you can be pulling from a lot of different things so yeah, and right. actually I think something something else can come to mind when you say that yeah, I and a lot of the games that are that have followed on from that have taken very different things. Yeah, I um hadn't played it myself before and I hadn't looked too much into it. So when I knew that Bink liked it and I knew that it was inspired by Earthbound, so I actually expected a little bit more of the same thing, but it ended up completely a different tone. Yeah, it actually is pretty unique in terms of you know, not just being a earthbound, like very charming uh RPG with some jokes in it, mm-hmm. but uh, so I played up until, uh, the second bot, the, uh, bird inside a cat. Yeah. Bots. So what happens in, uh, zone two cam? Uh, um, you go. Yeah. It's, it's hard to... to talk through this because a lot of it is kind of doing puzzle, <laughs> you know, doing block puzzles and there's not a lot of plot, but there's enough to be like, oh, yeah, this happened. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit, so hit the high points. That the... Is that the library you start off? Yeah, there's the, the library, library yes, the mall, the, the library, amusement park, and the residential area. Yeah, yes. so you find another cat, and this cat's That's like, the judge's brother, I control Valerie. the spirits, yeah. yeah. And you're like, I'm here to purify the spirits. And he's like, well, you'll have to purify me first. And you just kick the living shit out of him. And he's <laughs> like, uh, no, I my full plan hasn't been uh, revealed yeah. yet. And he just leaves. Very clearly sweating and like panting on his way out. Like, uh, shit, yeah. I, um, I'm not done yet. I'll be back. It's like the first thing you do, basically, yeah. is kick his yes. ass. For a second, and, I was like, really? Um, is that it I'm, for the zone? Like, what the fuck? It would have been funny if that was just the end and then you move on to the third. Yeah. Game, but <laughs> I'm curious as to what you thought about this, Alex, because why I brought up the humor of the game is I didn't think that it was funny at all until the second zone. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Did you right. find it right. the game, at all? The no, game, not really. He... A lot of the, I mean, I didn't really get into this into my, in, in my takes, but uh, a lot of the uh, exposition I was definitely not interested in. Uh, they, they have big These, sequences um... where they put, like, um, illustrated photos oh, yeah. over the but, backgrounds and they talk about how all of the meat goes into the water yeah i and think all this stuff right, that they, i was like about, okay they talk sure. about the four Can elements please get to the next part of the game yeah yeah what, Nick? Um, they talk about the four elements yeah they talk about yeah, that... uh the smoke that they breathe they talk about the metal that they you walk on they talk about the plastic that's the oceans and they talk about the meat that they eat yeah and so those, are the, that, those are those are the four elements become relevant because to me it felt like the ramblings of a no i think um, um each each zone has its own purpose and that zone is kind of the industrial zone i feel like yeah um and then second is the uh, the second zone is like the residential or amusement zone mm-hmm. like but, it's it's uh, got but yes to echo what you were saying kim i did not i did not think this was funny i thought there were a yeah, couple weird yeah. things that they said but otherwise it, it seemed literally like they were like we cut the cow open we take out the meat isn't that fucked up and then you're supposed to be like well that's weird i think what it's supposed to yeah. strike is yeah this? ooh, that's weird that's weird that's yeah uncanny. so more than i think that's yeah uh, alex also, the the little guys wearing like suits and ties that that you find around the NPCs, they're all called Elsins, which I think will help us out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and and um, they all make yeah, this so noise those... when you talk to them, and they're like, <gasps> yeah, it's a uh, sharp inhale. Um, also, um, yeah, about pained, the um, pained inhale. Sorry, wait, what, one second about the elements. Every time I think this was kind of like an ironic kind of humor, not really ironic. I don't know. It was kind of like a it's the French. well, kind of stupid or 
fucked up. I don't know. Every time you talk to one of them about one of the elements they make, they're like, it is the first of the four elements. It is the most important right, element. Like, right, And right. you're like, that's it's the third strongest of the five elements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the same fucking shit as the so Yeah, they're all being the kind of misled into thinking they're the most except, important. Except for later in the third zone, you find the people who talk about the secret fifth element, and they don't even mention any of the other ones. Yeah. Nice. I will yeah, get to but, that. So do, it gets I'm glad I... weirder later, or it gets funnier later? It gets yes, funnier later. Yes, it definitely add, does. Once you get to the second zone, you enter an amusement park section. Yeah. Oh, every else in that's in the amusement park section has a good line of dialogue. Yeah, and I was like, hmm. wow, I think maybe the first zone they're trying to set things up too much. Mm-hmm. And they're not worried about... Yeah, I think they're trying know, they're to like, set oh, the mood talk more. talk this guy and he, he does exposition. He doesn't say a funny, quirky line and then you leave. Mm-hmm. He says, but, I like, think you in... should go back to the mines. Yeah, like I talked to a guy in the amusement park... And he's looking at a guy sitting in a chair, and there's tons of empty chairs. And he says, "That's the chair I want to sit in. I'm waiting for that guy to get up." Nice. And like that was, there are like some good lines in there, and I was like, "Okay, this is what I wanted." Yeah. The game is. And the the chairs are the roller coaster, whereas they they were going to make an actual yeah. roller coaster, um, but that was too scary, so they just made like the chairs, and all of those guys yeah. that are in the chairs are like scared shitless by these chairs. Yeah. <laughs> The whole bit of the role. They're like, I'm going to puke. Everyone's too too scared to do anything at all. Mm-hmm. And then that limits them from... How, like, one guy's standing from in a room looking at the door and he's like, I do want to see what's in there, but it could be bad. So I'm just going to stay right here. Like, he won't even move yeah. into the next there's room. There's the one guy who's sitting in one of the chairs and he's completely paralyzed by fear. And there's a guy standing right next to him. He's like, that's the seat I want. I'll sit down there when he gets up. But the guy... Yeah who's sitting there is way too terrified to get up. And that's just such a funny little interaction to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's also... So it gets um, a lot more... Oh, sorry, Cam. You're, you're explaining this. It you gets don't. a lot more interesting uh, in the second zone, I okay. feel. It's a lot more right. fleshed out. And, and I stuff. would say that, that that continues ramping up throughout the yeah. entire you game. You also, more... I think, meet Zachary in the second zone, or do you only meet... Do that's you... right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um... No! The... Mm-hmm. Combat stays uh, extremely boring and annoying with a section that is literally a maze um, with funny signs and posters all over the place. That was fun. Yeah. But random encounters that I I messaged the chat while I was playing this. I was like, is there any reason not to just put auto on? No. Even and in the boss battles, was... you might quit out of the auto for a minute to heal yourself, but the combat doesn't right. get much I, yeah. I would um I, I would not be an auto in the boss battles because I felt like the the auto would make decisions I didn't like. So well, I was like, all right. I, I, I didn't mind the, the decisions that the auto made because I could just X out of auto for a second, heal myself, um, mm-hmm. you know, do that and then go back to the auto and not have to and waste time. Honestly, I this is something I was struggling with I was talking to my roommates about is like I love Earthbound, I'm not usually an RPG person. And I want, my my brain wants to say, if your game has an auto feature, it shouldn't, that means the combat is I bad. Think, well, you, right? you, I think you said this exact thing on our Earthbound episode yeah. when we were mentioning <laughs> other it's, RPGs. And I, I, think, love I think Earthbound. you're right, generally. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. So that Earthbound's but... combat is bad. <laughs> I think I stand by that. Like, if, it, if there's a way to skip the combat in every single situation... I would disagree only on the grounds that Earthbound's auto feature pretty much only attacks. It doesn't right. do any of the... Meaning, the... like, then that should never be used, you know? Like, right, well, maybe it's is, for, that, like, if you're doing low-level encounters. Of... 
I think it That is a failing of the auto-feature, yeah. not a failing of the battle system in general. Because in, in Earthbound, uh, in Earthbound specifically, I think that there is just enough depth to that system where you have other options you might want to do, even in... Right, I can think of 10 encounter. better battle systems than Earthbound off the top of my head, but Earthbound's is not bad. Yeah, it's I not think exceptional, it, it but depends it's not on bad. How, it depends on how dynamic the actual system is, because like th this game is very down the middle in the sense that you will probably be just hitting attack on every normal enemy. You won't yeah, be yeah, utilizing any of your other strategies. The, the biggest so choice case, is, is deciding yeah. whether you do attack attack or do one of your competences which is basically i guess one of the magic attacks in any yeah, other game skills yeah yeah your skills so, yeah when i was not using auto in a boss battle i was only not clicking attack instead i was clicking magic attack yeah, and yeah. healing myself and my magic when i yeah. needed to so, and that took forever but anyway um and that might just come from my dislike of uh rpg yeah battles, and I, so I will but... echo that i think i think ra random encounters are bad in yeah. almost every case where they exist right. uh i think it, something it that's something that this game just to level you up something that this game almost gets at that other uh games that take inspiration from earthbound do get right is that um something that earthbound tried is that they wanted to make every random encounter feel well they wanted to make every random encounter have personality even if they didn't all like even if they weren't all unique it's like you remember Oh yeah, that that mole is very aggressive. Or this, yeah, we this, remember uh, the crazy hippie. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, this yeah, thing calls up different versions of itself, visuals. or more ants. Remember or the remember the annoying reveler, right? Yes. Like we talk about that, and but yeah. like, um, and like I definitely can tell you there are uh, drawings in this game of like the random mobs, like the the standard enemies in this game that I will probably remember forever. Like, oh yeah, the, like the... while I while we're talking about this, the um, two things that I I'm so glad we're doing this so close to the Earthbound episode because you know obviously I'm yeah I actually wanted to do it right after the Earthbound brain. episode but I I think it was too close for two video games. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was like Earthbound has a cool background every time you fight someone, mm -hmm. good music, and the sprites are interesting. I think that works perfectly mm -hmm. in this game in Off as well. Yeah, the enemies look really cool. And I liked analyzing them just to... And they only get better as the game goes on. Yeah, first it's like, this appears... is a ghost. And then it's like, this is a dude with his head, like, bursting off. The, the smeared this... head oh. guy is my favorite one yeah. that I yes, saw. Yes, that is there's... absolutely... That's a, that's one of the best in the game, and it appears so early on. Yeah. yeah. And um, if you examine him, it just says he's not feeling well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, great joke. Did you guys see the whale? Oh, yeah. Whale? Dude, the whale... And I was like, what the fuck is a whale it? doing here? It's like the first line of a Wikipedia article about a whale. Yeah. So oh, like, that's a cam joke. Yeah, that's, that's a, a classic yeah. cam joke. I know. I was like, that's great. It's like, yeah, it's a whale. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, viewers, or <laughs> like, listen, okay. I keep saying viewers. We're not on camera. Uh, listeners, every time we play, like, one of the Jackbox games, uh, Cam likes to put in Wikipedia links. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Try it out at home, guys. It's, it's good. It's good. See he wins a lot with URL that. URL come up as someone's answer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, um, altogether, I enjoyed this game. I was bitching in the chat that if it didn't have combat, I would probably finish it, which is such a lame thing to say. Mm. But like, when the gameplay itself is not fun, I just wanted to look at the game. You know. Well, like, yeah, I, I think, I think needing to have like 
being an RPG brings with it a lot of stuff that I think might be better if they got rid of. I think, you know, being in RPG Maker means that, oh, of course I have to have battles, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, you could you could have just as easily presented these enemies in another way, I think. I think, you know, it's a... It would be a creative challenge to present the same type of things in a way that was less traditional. And I think that yeah. indie games would do that going forward, I think. And this is probably yeah. his first game, and you'd be like, well, I gotta have combat. Yeah, and if, and, if know, not his first game, the first published game, like he, you know, yeah. first finished game. Uh, absolutely. But it was cool. Absolutely. I was looking yeah. forward to seeing the rest of it. I don't know if yeah, I'll um, get to it. Yeah, I look forward to my first try. Which you only have about two or shit, three more hours uh, in, in comparison. Yeah, to I didn't realize I was almost halfway done. Very short. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you um, you only had really, like, they, they do one more major zone, and then zone four is where the game kind of breaks down and gets very uh, linear. I mean, not that the game's not linear to begin with, but, like, um, zone four is not structured the same way as zones one through yeah. three are, um, and because of that it goes by quicker, but it's also more memorable. Yeah, and you can go back to the other zones that you've purified. Um, See, that was one of the first things I did. I wanted to ask you guys about it, but since nobody really played yeah. very much beyond... I played more two, than you I did, uh, Nick, by getting the rest of them. So if you wanted to go next, if Gam's right. done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me, yeah, I, I had one more thing. So yeah. I can't quite remember. Go ahead. I think I was going to say that I might finish this game just because I really like the design of the batter. That honestly is like Yeah, and you get... When you get to the very the end and you pick the the judge... Because there's a there's a, you'll you'll get a choice if you choose the judge you get to see the batter yeah. um, a little bit differently. You get to see, a, separate, you, you get to see a different the, design of the batter. Yeah. And it's very good. It's uh, maybe it'll be in the the art for the show, but the the sprite the icon f- profile for the batter is he looks like as Nick said earlier the most smug possible. Yeah. His eyes are closed. You're looking at him from a lower angle, so he's literally like looking. He's down like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, and, uh, the it's very. The, it's very the cool. thing I oh. said that Bink made of the batter is of the the one I'm talking about at the end. The the different design of the batter is very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cam, oh, I think um, when you re- when you reach that, if you reach that, you would really like yeah. that design. I might check it out yeah. if one, it's that short. It's really short. You, you wouldn't be wasting any time. One more yeah. thing that came to mind just before we get into, because uh, you two were able to finish the game. So I'm sure we'll get into talking about where this game goes. Um, mm-hmm. One more thing I wanted to get out before we had all of that down, because I still don't know this. I'll be learning this along with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting that they immediately go after the, uh, oh, the player is controlling me thing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The batter was, oh, immediately yeah. knows that the character name you entered is the person who is playing the video game. Oh, what was the names yeah, you guys all entered? Yourself, he says. Uh, I was. Oh, I, I just did. Of course. I, I thought about doing something funny because I was like, uh, "Oh, it would be. It's a baseball game. I should be Barry Bonds." Uh, <laughs> but then I was like, "No, I want to give this game credit, so I am going to treat take it seriously, like I did with Earthbound, and I'm going to let the game have my name when it asks for my name." Yes. Yeah. I knew that um, yeah. was going to be a mechanic. Um, yeah. I almost named myself Podcast because that, and actually that would have been. Crazy. I named yeah. myself yeah. You with a capital Y, so whenever Uh-oh. they si- uh. addressed me, they were like You. Oh, that's good. Um, but uh, that's good. I, actually, that's, yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good version. Uh, Nick, do you know if the names of the bats that Zachary sells are those named after famous, uh, like 
So I couldn't, I actually did, it's funny that you pegged me for this because I did do some research I don't know anything about baseball, find any, but there were Japanese names, so I was yeah. like, ah, they must be real people. I couldn't find any research connecting this game's development to any specific, it makes me think that they were named after people that the creator knew as opposed to specific baseball players. Yeah. Especially like home run record hitters or anything like that, which is where the first place I went, I couldn't find anything yeah. completely. I don't know, they might be f- favorite uh, players. I just... Like, the, the reason I assumed, like, after I saw the Japanese names especially, I was just kind of like, oh, these are people who come from all over the world. There's, like, the Michael Bat, this Bat, that Bat, the Katsuhiro Bat. I was like, J- uh, baseball's really popular in Japan. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was, was just thing yeah, I, I, like I was wondering. Name. I mean, it's there's fun names of the items, too. Yeah. There's, like, uh, the, you can find special items that are named after the day of the week. There's a, you found a Monday. It was the oh, first yeah. one you find. You can yeah. find one of each day of the week, and then there's also a secret day. Um, nice. It's just called a secret oh, also day. Also, the a weird complaint I had is they just throw items at you. I was never in yeah. any danger of dying oh, ever no. in the first two zones. Yeah. They just, you like, also get a, you get a healing spell very early, too, so you're, mm-hmm. you're, yeah. you're cooking. And every save point restores all your health. Yeah, it's a really, I didn't die once. You just every game I think they, yes. they understood that these are mechanics you would have to, you know, you'd have to deal with the fact that they're random battles. So they didn't want you to be, yeah. be in yeah. a position where you were really struggling. Yeah, the, the only times I ever struggled yeah. were when I went back to zone three after I purified it, um, which was really more of a frustrating, like, trying to keep up with stuff than a, oh no, I'm fucked kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is it possible for running away to fail in this game? Because I never had that happen. I don't think I had that happen. Because I only um, tried, I only ran away once, which was when I went back to zone one too early, and the the enemies were way more, um, like. So those enemies are called secretaries, and that's another design that I really like in this game. That's (laughs) something that I think. Uh, Do we want to go into your takes, Nick? Yeah, Nick. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll dive in. You all set, Cam? Oh, no. Yeah, Cam, do you have something else? Okay. No, I'm good. I thought Seb was next, and then I remember. No, no, no. I I played more than anybody. Well, I played slightly more than Nick. Yep, here you go. So um, I I uh, played this game. Uh, this is something that reminded me a lot of, uh, like I said, a couple of times my experience with uh, playing other RPG Maker games back in uh, 2012, uh, starting with, of course, Yume Nikki, which is a game uh, which is uh, translated means Dream Diary, and it is about a young girl who refuses to leave her room, um, either because of social anxiety or because there is something out there. Uh, it's very vague and there's no dialogue, but uh, which works well because it means that even before it was translated, anyone could play it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there are lots of RPG Maker games that take uh, that uh, take inspiration from Yume Nikki, but Yume Nikki takes inspiration from Earthbound, especially in the way that it navigates the world of the mind. Uh, Yume Nikki is like if you made an entire game out of Magicamp, but that's a story for another episode. So mm. um, A previous episode. A previous yeah. episode, yes. I was saying a future episode where I make you play Yume Nikki, as opposed to the episode about Earthbound. Um, uh, but the episode to be used on Earth. the episode, yes, uh, <laughs> Yumi Nikki to be used on the future episode. But um, yeah, sorry. Okay, but um, uh, off starts you off in a good place. It says uh, it it makes it immediately places the distinction between you, the player, and the character mm-hmm. that you are controlling. Because the batter talks to you and he says, "Press the arrow keys to move my body," which I really liked. I think that that's and then he a... introduces himself later. He says, "I'm the batter. I'm being controlled by 
By ass. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah. Cool. By yeah. ass. <laughs> yes, by, exactly. My, by you. My, my thick ass controls every decision that I make. <laughs> Barry Bonds controls every decision that I make. But, Same. Um, True. <laughs> but that's um, that's a like kind of an opening thing that is all fun about the game. But the art it really is a standout. Uh, I want to mention because we haven't mentioned it yet, but the battle theme is really something special. Oh, yeah. the, the most of most of the game's music is droning and foreboding, and that oh, works well for right. the atmosphere. I. I forgot to mention this, but the uh, when you get in an encounter, like the sting for getting an encounter did make me oh, jump yeah. more than once, even <laughs> yes. though I knew it was coming every time. Yeah, it's like yes, a sharp sting. Yeah, I don't think yes, that bothered flavored, me. I'll put it. I'll put it in right here. But it's like flavored. it wasn't. It wasn't really startling, but it was just like, oh, that's loud. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, more than once. Off, off is flavored as a horror game, even if it is not one. I would say that yeah. it has some horror elements even though i would definitely not call it a horror game and i think that stems from its roots as an rpg maker thing because i don't know about other people i'm I, granted i wasn't part of the community or anything i this uh but i have played a lot of rpg maker horror games and it seemed to me at the time like that was the most popular genre of if you were making an rpg maker game you weren't actually making an rpg who the fuck was making an rpg you were making yeah, a horror imagine game. making something like <laughs> um i don't know I would, I would probably call it i don't know what other genre i would put it in it's definitely not a jump scare type of horror game but it's atmospherically creepy well, yeah but no this is this i would say is is a standard rpg it certainly well plays i, like I mean the rpg horror, is like, like the genre of well, play style but genre guys, of like guys, we do this every okay. day. yeah we don't we don't need to go down this we, we have okay. to pull the switch so, on not Seb, qualifying let me tell you why i think categories. of it that way and that is because the I horror games i played that. made with rpg maker did not have battles they did not have encounters mm. they were just spaces you would explore narrative where there was something uh, that could scare you yes don't even try to uh <laughs> we're to not classifying it's <laughs> more of an action thriller <laughs> it could have taken place on any day. I think it's a thriller. Oh, action. Jesus Christ! Where's George when you need him? But oh, um, thank God he's not here to tell me. Tell me <laughs> this is gonna be a three-hour episode where George. Actually, tells I'm, us I'm gonna call him. I'll it could have happened on no, Thanksgiving. No, no. We are two eighteen. So, um, could anyway, be a three-hour episode. Uh, the video game off. If nothing else, it certainly uh, has its sound designed like a horror game. Mm. The NPCs speak, uh, the Elsons, uh, as I mentioned a little earlier, they speak with this this like sharp inhale. Yeah. Uh, this like... We've tried to replicate like, you, you do it better than like last gasp. I will definitely put the effect in there. Um, uh, so there's a lot of things that immediately stand out to me about this game. The droning music, the, uh, the peppy battle theme that's like a swing kind of a yeah. burn that's very good it's, it's called it's called pepper steak and it's very good yeah um so um, um if you could bring us through zone three i guess right is that right, right, right. Yeah. Cam talked about zone two with the amusement park the library and the residential area uh, i would just right. like to say that um in the res- residential area there's a guy who says um I, i'm scared to go outside because i'm worried that if i leave this house that the house will cease to exist Oh, uh, which I find good. very amusing. There's some very good. Uh, you can find uh, him later dialogue too. In this game. After you purify right, right. the zone, he left the house. So no? yes, um, when you when he didn't leave there? the zone, he didn't when leave the you, house. When you purify a zone, everything in it is gone. Yeah, it's it's what like all the color gets sucked out. All the Elsons are dead or vanished. Yeah, they or disappear. Whatever. So yeah, when you beat a zone. You don't have to go back to it ever. Yeah. But if you choose to go back to it like I did, the first thing I did after beating Zone 1 was I'm like, oh, I can still go to Zone 1. And I went back, 
and it's just like empty. Yeah. There's no and, music. And there's playing. a lot of it's stuff that's been oh, wow. um, blocked off. Like the the zone is lifeless. Like the um, the trolley doesn't work anymore. The elevators don't work anymore. Um, everything you have is pretty to walk much along dead. the tracks for the trolley yeah. because you can't take the trolley anymore. So you just have to walk along the tracks to where yeah. you would have gone. Yeah, and the music is creepier. It's much quieter. And the only enemies you encounter are these secretaries, which look kind of like weird corpses. Um, they're not yes. the sectors anymore. But and the music for the, the battles is is not that peppy. Um, I, I don't know about peppy, but it's not the same. It's it's the same like creepy kind of thing for the rest of the zone. Um, so in the residential area in zone three, when you go back, that guy is still in his house and everybody else has disappeared except for him because he didn't leave his house. Wow. He didn't cease uh, to exist. He, he didn't, didn't cease to exist. Wow. Yes. And that's a lesson to you, listeners. Don't Stay leave your house. Stay inside or you'll get Don't coronavirus. This, not, yeah, this uh, whole game is a metaphor for coronavirus. Yeah, yeah man. I posted, a, I posted an image of, this, of some of the secretaries you can run into. They're oh, weird looking. Um, it, even in comparison uh, to the rest of the game, I think are because those the rest of the game zone? Those are the ones from Zone Two. They are yes. Um, so uh, that's something that immediately tells you, and it's not like it, the game is subtle about it. Well, you, if you talk to any NPC, they're like, or even the batter himself. The batter himself is not saying, "I am a hero. I'm doing the heroic thing." If you ask him what he's doing, he's saying, "I'm getting rid of the ghosts and I'm purifying the zone." Yeah. and that's it. That's all he says. He doesn't right. say, "I am a good guy doing a heroic thing." Yeah, he, he says no at the end, what... "It's better this way," but he doesn't say, "I'm the good guy." You're right. He yeah. doesn't. At no point coming does back he have to any how on the nose the word "purify" is. Yeah. Right. I like no, I like that complete bluntness. Yeah. That's always fun. At no point in the game does the batter have any illusions about what he's doing, but the player might. Because the player is playing a game where it's like, hey, it's a wacky it's a it's a vehicle for wacky drawings and good music. I don't expect anything more than that. Um And so you get to zone three and oh god, uh Seb is posting a picture of the uh, secretaries from zone one, I believe, and those are some those are some interesting boys. But uh, I like that they change it up. It's good. Yeah, those yeah. Um, all you encounter in those zones. So in these traditional RPG battles, um, uh, you you hear the music pepper steak unless you're in a purified zone, in which case you get Why some real that fucking shit. Why is that posted as a spoiler? It's not a spoiler. That's better, man. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, once you get to zone three, zone three is like a is like a it's like a factory zone. It's like a business zone. There's a big factory that makes sugar, which all the guys there are talking about their portions for dessert, or they're oh, talking oh, about. Oh fuck me! I didn't get to this. Yeah. <laughs> like the baker job. didn't get there. Yeah, they're all talking about their portions for dessert, and it's a sugar factory, or they're talking about like the working conditions because they're all working there. Yeah. But the thing is, these guys, they're the the guys in Zone Two are terrified, even though they're supposed to be happy because they all have amusements, they have libraries and residential zones and amusement parks and malls they should be happy but they're all fucking terrified and people in zone one are worked to death because they're in the the industrial zone so those those are the two emotions yeah. that you feel there's the there's a lot of posters three, up that are like do not be yeah. afraid of the specters they will not hurt you even though they clearly they appear in front of yeah. one of the guys and immediately kill him Yes, yeah, so so you see very different emotions from the NPCs in Zone One and Zone Two, and then in Zone Three when you get to them, every time you talk to an NPC, they're like, "Yeah, I'm great. I'm I don't know what you, what the problem is. Why are you why are you here? Like, what's the what's the issue?" And then the batter's like, "I'm here to purify the specters," and they're like, 
What? No. Come no, on. I love Whatever. this guy. Come on, <laughs> Pretty much. It's fine. Um, Pure and then you find out I that barely the... know him. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's that shit. Um, no. <laughs> and outside of a, a puzzle that was frustrating, but I did quite enjoy with... Um, you get a... A, a note with stamps on it that you have to you have to basically connect the dots to walk uh, around certain areas that will trigger a random encounter and the random encounter will send you back to the beginning of the maze but it's not it marked bad. it's not marked okay. on it's not I'm marked <laughs> in the overworld but it's marked on the map so yeah. you pull up the map by pressing the shift yeah. key I've got my fact. to see to see where you need to go it's it's very it's not hard it's it's not a hard it's thing. not hard it's just, it's just like, frustrating it, if you step the wrong way like just mm-hmm. press the wrong I mean, arrow it, key it, does make, it does make you think about it yeah it does make you think about where you're going and um it, i liked it and then eventually when you get to the uh, middle of zone three you get another one of those speeches about like oh this is the element it's the most important thing except they talk to you about how this is the secret element die when Elsons die, they feed them into a machine that like extracts the nutritional value from their body and turns them into sugar. Yeah, you actually see so, um, them burning the body. There's like a bunch of dead bodies, and they're burning them, like before you get into the proper uh, factory proper. Right, and and in any other game, this would be treated as the horrible truth. But everyone there knows this, and nobody's bothered by yeah. it. They're not keeping it a secret from everyone. They're just like, yeah, when you die, they send you to the factory, you get burned and turned into sugar. And where's my dessert portion? I want more dessert this time. Yeah, I think there's something uh, wrong. There's like, less dessert. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, um, you didn't mention um, the only actual mini game in this game is in Zone 3. I was going to get to it. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. That's, that's something I thought since you were already in the factory so, proper, you, no, you weren't going to no, do I'm, the smokestack. So... Um, this the only <laughs> mini game, which is something that RPGs do all the time, is like they there's the whole game of you looking at a top down perspective and going into random battles and all that. And then at a, once you reach a certain area, they're like, oh, can you see how many golf balls you can get into the hole? Can you get a birdie? It's talk like to you know, they do as many as you can. You talk to as many guys as you can. Or uh, you know, in Final Fantasy VII, they're like, it's time to go snowboarding. Yeah, just died, but it's time to go snowboarding. Yeah, there's, there's you better go snowboarding. Yeah, well, like. Anyway. But uh, in off, it was very refreshing just because I wasn't expecting it. Uh, you get to the top of a smokestack and you jump down. You have to like jump through rings and avoid specters. And it, it was it was cute. It was a really nice moment of the um, game. The one thing that it, I it didn't... turned it into an extremely arcadey thing. Yeah, I didn't like about it was um, that you have to get exactly in the center of the circles to to actually get but them. There's no there's no real punishment for failing. Yeah, no, there, there isn't. It was just frustrating to me. I was like, "Wait, really? I thought I got that one." But I I got it on the first try anyway. It was just kind of a a little like too precise, I think. But it, it was not a big issue. Mm, so, um uh, after the the main factory area of Zone Three, you get into like some offices, which are very interesting oh, to go through. They're offices. We'll have a good office. Yeah, so um, it's a little. It's it's not huge, uh, but it is like uh, kind of. You gotta kind of go back and forth a little bit to to find your way around, and you can see the encounters on this map. Like if you walk into them, you trigger it, and if you don't, then you don't get anything. Why didn't they do that but, for the rest of the game? <laughs> Because this is a very specific area with specific encounters, yeah. and when you go in, there's a uh, there's an optional thing that you can do in this area where if you beat uh, there's an enemy who doesn't look any different, but if you walk up to them, they're basically they have as much HP as a boss fight. Yeah, they're like a mini boss. They and they have a different design in a, and everything. In different music. And if you beat 
And if you beat them, and then you talk to Zachary, the shopkeeper, afterwards. Oh, by the way, something I didn't mention that is really important to this zone is that the judge who normally guides you is not here in this zone. Yeah, it's Zach. so Zachary. The shopkeeper is like, oh shit, I gotta fill his role, mm-hmm. which means I have to put like, on. Uh, my he, boss he, didn't show up to work today. He, he puts on this hideous-looking cat mask. He has oh, a shirt with it, know? and it's actually very good. Yeah, and you know when um. Uh, when you talk to the judge, the judge does this really great naturalistic purr. Yeah, he's like, like something, a noise that a cat. It's a noise that a cat actually makes, mm-hmm. which is nice. The judge. Does Where's that, Oliver? And I found is he it still very there? Endearing. Uh, no, he moved Aww. into the other room. But um, uh, when you talk to Zachary when he's wearing this cat mask, he says in the way a Frenchman would trying to imitate a cat. He goes, "Yo." Yeah, the the way they spell <laughs> that is M A. No, M I A O U. M I A O W. O U. Yeah. Yeah, meow. Meow. And um and so that's what he says every time he talks. Normally to him. he has like, a mask on that do- looks like a frog. Yeah. And he's kind of doing a shit job of guiding you through the zone because it's not his normal. Yeah, thing, he's like, it's, it's me, funny. the judge, and the batter's like, Zachary, and he's like, Ah, oh, I did a shit job. Oh well. Um and I think he calls <laughs> yeah. the judge I think he calls him Pablo. Um Yeah, yeah. Whereas he's, he's, uh the he's like, Yeah, I know this guy personally. Yeah. You know, it's so kind of a big deal um, to me. The judge is actually um, fucked up at this point um, because when he got the firebird at the end of zone two. He's always been fucked up. Yeah, no, he's he's more fucked up right now mentally um, because when you fight the firebird who was inside the body of the cat in zone two, that cat body is the body of Valerie, the judge's brother. So um, the judge is there with you when you fight the firebird and, and... he finds out that Valerie is dead. So if you go back to zone two, um, and then go up to the roof where you uh, fought the firebird, you hear this the entire time. And you go up there and he's like, right. have you seen my Wait, brother? So, all right. Um, for for our, our listeners also, probably, um, your a microphone software ate your meow. So it, so it just yeah. sounded like you oh. said nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it sounds like that's, and then you mouth it yeah he sounds like a real cat there is a bunch of meowing from the roof and you go up there and he's like have you seen my brother i'm meowing and i'm pretending that the echoes are somebody that i used to know and Uh, i was is that a reference to the popular gautier single i don't know i don't think it was because at that point the song wasn't out but maybe the yeah. tran- translators did it. I don't I, know. Yeah, or they, or you know, uh, off was the inspiration for the song. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, Nick, you can, you can go on. <laughs> I'm glad we he, settled. He, he's gone. So, he's um, uh, Zachary has to I- imitate um, the judge because the judge, the judge. is mourning his dead. Right. Wow. So anyway, um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, the rest of Zone Three is dealt with Enoch, who is the boss the, of that zone, the guardian of that zone. The director. And he tells you something that is, ve- he tells you something that is very explicit. If you had visited a purified zone before this, which he's like, no, I am basically the god of this zone. If you kill me, most of this zone will cease to exist. It's bad. Don't like, do it. And the batter's like, I'm here to purify you. And he's like, oh, God. All right, fine. But this dude, he doesn't look weird or like a monster. He is just a very large dude. He's very round. And, like, he's, he's <laughs> huge. Relate. He's just he's just extremely huge. Yeah. It, and so uh, the batter's like, I can't <laughs> beat this lard ass, which is the phrase he uses. Yeah, he says those exact words. He says, <laughs> I, can't, I can't beat this lard ass. Wow. And so you have to flee from the battle. And then he chases you until you get back to the tram. And then when he... Uh, 
when he comes back, he's like, I had to go through the pipes of my own zone. And you're like, that's impossible, but also now you're tired and I can do damage to yeah. you. Um, I don't uh, need to pull us to a halt three-fourths of the way through this, but do we We don't need to talk over every detail. We're, we're almost no, there. Not. Don't worry um, about it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm saying. Well, we no, I, yeah, I think. I, I mean, I as at least from what you guys have said, I think after this is it's off trick, right? We're gonna get. Yeah, to it's, it's right. the well, end. I guess I would like to know the trick. Yes. And stuff. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'll get to it, and then we'll just basically close out with Seb's stuff. Um, yeah, I can talk about the ending. So yeah, he's uh he's he's got his own stuff. Uh, Zone three is good. I liked this game in general. I would say that it is less impressive than most of the other RPG Maker games I've played, but mostly because those ones were trying to be subversive. They were trying to do something weird and well. This th- this game's strength is all in its art and music and presentation, mm-hmm. and not in the gameplay. Even though I would say the puzzles are good, the puzzles actually make you think about the game, and lots of games don't bother with that. They're like watered-down Zelda puzzles or some shit. Uh, well, this they is make... hit, the, hit the five things in the right order, though. Unless they get there's a couple other that. puzzles yes, that they, are deeper. They get, they get okay. deeper than that after Zone One, uh, Alex. I would like to say. Yeah, um, not all of them, but the puzzles, some of them. The puzzles in the last zone I really liked, where you had to maintain ideas between switching areas. Um, after you beat Zone Three, you are sent to the room, which is Zone Four. Mm-hmm. Or think about it this way: in baseball, after getting to the three bases, you run wow. home. Yeah. So well, it's all a metaphor for baseball, actually. It's not. <laughs> the French love baseball. So I think they, they might. I'm talking about. So it's uh, you know, it talks a very about popular this. sport outside of the U.S. They might be doing a saint elsewhere, and that the whole world is a dream of a young kid. But it's not clear because there are other things going on as well. There's also the queen who you get to. She's talked about a little bit in the first zone and the second zone. Um, but you got to fight her as well. You got to purify her. You got to purify the kid who might be the creator of this world or maybe not. Uh, and you got to, uh, the game makes you switch save files because oh. you, that's how you access different versions they of different the zones. They're fake save wow. files, Undertale but they, they Under- make, trick you into thinking you went back to the title menu and you're like, fuck, what happened right. to my save? Right. Uh, this, that, so it happens, uh, this game came out seven years after Undertale. I would like to remind Alex. Seven before. before Undertale. Um, seven years before Undertale. Mm. Seven years before Undertale. Oh, it's like Undertale came out eight years ago? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, seven, years, seven years before Undertale. Oh, fuck. Uh, and uh, the game kicks you back to the title screen and all of your save files are replaced with question marks. And you have to, clicking on different ones sends you to different zones, one of which is like a weird comic They're book, all different versions of, of is... this one zone. Right, right, and but that that's where the most fun puzzle stuff came with yeah. me, and the whole okay, yeah, the ending stuff was not a little bit deeper than what they lead. With. Yes, yeah, the, that the, sounds interesting. The whole um, the whole ending stuff was honestly not that interesting to me. I didn't really give a shit about it. I just wanted to see more cool drawings and more uh, great music and fun ominous areas. I, I quite liked the little fairy tale puzzle with the kid where you have to you're meeting the bosses but under different circumstances where it's like the kid made these bosses the gods of this world yeah. because they were nice to him once And they they might be real and they might be figments of his imagination. Right, but the point is it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, doesn't. it doesn't matter whether you think they're real or not because the game is about you uh basically turning them into fucking dust. Like mm-hmm. it's it doesn't okay. matter whether you think they're real or not. Uh, because the batter is there to kill them, and um, 
and the the batter is very sure of his mission the whole time and if you get to the end of the game and you're like wait i have to bash this fucking tiny kid's head in like his only voice line is coughing like why would i do this and but the batter's like prepare to be purified motherfucker and you're like oh yeah. all right yeah. i guess he doesn't even fight back <laughs> one thing right, i was like waiting the... for was um like because uh, you know in the in the experience of trying this game out i was uh, and knowing that this is you know undertale and or uh, not undertale jesus uh earthbound influenced and uh like ha- probably had a meta thing to say i was waiting for the other shoe to drop at almost every point right we were talking mm-hmm. about hack twists in the first segment but i mm-hmm. you know i was absolutely mm-hmm. like all right what's off's trick and one Wait, of the first things this? i thought of was oh in the tutorial they tell you not to use auto i'm like oh maybe auto is the thing no maybe if you no. use it too much you lose control of your character i was like that wow that's a neat. cool thing i, I would um, think that's cool yeah, I was right, I so, was waiting for something to pay off there. No, that, obviously that's so that's, that's, that's funny. That, that battle, I was that battle is some crazy cool stuff. Sorry, but that battle that battle is important, Alex, because at the very end of the game, the first battle you do when you, they're teaching you the battle system is a battle between the batter and the judge. And the batter's and the judge is specifically like, "Don't turn on auto. You might kill me, and I don't want you to kill me. I'm just trying to teach you how to play the game." Uh, and at the very end of the game. You're go, you go up to a switch that is basically the off switch for the entire universe oh, that this game takes place in. And uh, the judge is like, okay, I get that you had to purify the zones, but why are you killing every all the gods and every person? And the batter's like, look, I'm here to do a job and I'm going to yeah, finish it. He says it's like, better this okay. way. He does the, the J.C. Denton. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a shame. The, yeah, the, the judge is like, okay, this is too far. Player... Why don't you help me out instead of the judge? Yeah. It's not going to fix everything, but at least it's going to keep him from still being alive. Hmm. Uh, and you at that, that point, you can choose between siding with the batter or siding with the judge. And the judge makes it clear that it's like, if you side with me, it will not save the world. Like, it's not going to bring back all the people that were deleted when you beat the bosses. It will just keep you know, the world existing. And that's it. That's the only thing it'll do. There gotcha. are, will basically only be four people alive in this universe, but it will still exist. And the batter's like, like and the batter's like, you've been with me this far. Like, you know, if you want to pick with him, go for it. But I'm, I have a job to do. And um, if you, okay. I, the first, the first time I made a save yeah, what, beforehand. What did you get? Did you try them both? I did both. Um, okay. I, I went for the, the one where you side with the judge first. Yeah, same. Because I because I wanted to fight the battle, yeah. I thought it would be cool. That one is titled um, The Special Ending. Do you get to fight yes. your own character? Is that Yes. That yes, you do. Okay. That's the gimmick. So, yeah, um, that's where you get to see the, the, the batter from the other perspective, where he doesn't look the same as uh, the way you've okay. seen him the entire time. Right. So how do you? So how do so, you fight? Do you have a, a new move set for this um, battle? Or so do you... the judge has moves that are equivalent to what the batter would have. Okay. Yeah, but he doesn't but, have the add-ons. Um, right, he doesn't have the add-ons. So it's just one. And the batter at this point, if you don't pick, if you don't side with the batter, then the add-ons leave him as well. So oh, okay. it's a one-on-one fight. But what makes it good is the atmosphere of it, in the the music and the way the you look at the batter and what happens is you see how other characters have seen the batter this whole time because you have always been on the batter's side so you see him in a certain way because or you, see you the are back connected sprite, to him right or whatever no no <laughs> the no back. It's, it's, right. <laughs> it's like pokemon no. you only see the back sprite well do you really think that that's uh, wouldn't the other characters be a little more scared of him if he always looked like that uh, characters are scared of you all the time <laughs> no one in the residential area is afraid of you well they're also not afraid of the fucking uh, one. 
Uh, no, there's the guy in Zone 1 that you meet when you're told to purify the cow sheds or whatever is, like, fucking terrified of you. But maybe it only maybe I don't you know only if I'm on board with this. Okay, I so think he... that he reveals maybe his true. I didn't. I didn't play this far, but maybe he reveals his true form. But yeah, I, don't I think can't really say because like I that. Yeah, didn't get to the point where. This I will, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post a picture in the chat. No, I got. It. I think it's more of okay. a, a. It's under a spoiler, situation. so that if, uh, if Cam, you wanna no, save yourself. Look at it. Absolutely. No, I have looked at it. Okay, already. that's yeah, me. So, uh, Yes, so um, I think that I, I like it. I, I like it a lot, uh, and the music makes it good, and it's a good thing. And when you beat him, he's not a particular... The, the final boss is not supposed to be hard. The last fight that's actually hard is the queen, which is the one before... The I didn't have before any this. trouble with her. Bink was like, man, she was so fucking hard, and I was like, I just autoed her the whole I, way. I, I barely did anything. I didn't think of her... Well, I mean, she wasn't that hard, but she was like a... She, like, put up a fight. I don't know. The, she didn't do it for batter, me, but that, uh, but I went through all all the um, other zones before I fought yeah. her, so I might have been leveled, like over leveled. Uh, something that I looked up because I was worried that Cam wasn't going to finish the game, and then I realized it was stupid for me to worry about that sort of thing. Was was I looked up? Um, it's really easy if you are having trouble with this game and you're not enjoying yourself, but you still want to see the end. Um, there are publicly available RPG Maker save editors everywhere. You just go into the file oh, wow. that you made the game, you take the, the save file, you upload it to this website, and it spits out a version where your character is up like a million levels or whatever. You, you type in how many levels you want it to be increased or, or how much damage you want to do or whatever, and that'll do that. So if you wanted to ignore the battles for the rest of the game, Cam, you type in level 25 or 30 or whatever, and that'll get you to what you need. Yeah, then I just have to wait through them like I was already doing. Yes, and you could see yeah, all, but they'd you could go see all the cool art. They go extremely yeah. fast. So you um, might not even see the art. So <laughs> it goes so fast, <laughs> I don't even see it. Yeah, it's so, like an um, Earthbound where you just step on a snake and it disappears. It like yeah. flashes the screen and <laughs> so, it goes away. Anyway, uh, I think that I pre I prefer that ending thematically because uh, it makes you sit with what you did and it doesn't make you feel bad about it but it's like here's what happened to the world yeah and, and because you, you, during the credits yeah during the credits uh you see the judge walking through all the purified zones and it just kind of hammers in how empty everything is after you're done with the game even it's like okay you saved four people four people are alive now thanks good job uh the so bad they, i'm sorry to interrupt but do they say why all the people go away did you already say that um like the, the, boss, the boss and... the boss of zone three says that the boss of zone three is the one who's like look if you kill me i'm the load-bearing guy if you kill me the whole realm collapses so, on itself everyone okay. dies basically when you go through the room which is zone four um there's a point at which you do a puzzle where you meet um Dedan, Dedan, which is the, the zone mm -hmm. one guy and you beat the bird and you meet um enoch which is, um, Enoch is called the big mister, and Dadon is called the tall mister, and then there's just Birdie. Um, you meet them all, and they're actually good, and they're nice to you. And once you get them all together, they're kind of like, ah, what if we, and, and you're in kind of like a gross apocalyptic, um, kind of reminded me of Salad Fingers scenario, um, where they, uh, they're kind of like, wow, we could make our own uh, worlds and we could be the gods of our worlds and rule over them and make it happy. And that is why when you disappear or when you purify these zones, they disappear because they made it, basically. 
Um, and right. when you go through All zone right. two and you kind of read those pages um, where you're supposed to be paying attention to the numbers, but I didn't. Uh, that was the only time I didn't pay attention to the numbers. I was reading about the Firebird and how it created the world, and it could have been an egotistical, like, essay about the Firebird, but it, it, the Firebird made the world um, in that zone. Okay. So, yeah, that's why they disappear. Huh. All right. Yeah, I was curious yeah. about that. Um, anyway, as a whole, I would say that I liked this game, but it, it does not... You know, part of it is as a, as a consequence of me playing a bunch of other games that do this sort of thing. I think there are definitely things I will remember about this game. I'll remember the art yeah, and music and some of the world design, but it's hard I to think come it to doesn't... after having yeah. played a lot of stuff that do the the trick. You know, I don't know. Right, it's even... like watching The Godfather in 2020 when you've seen right. Everything. And I know yeah. that this is influential on a lot of things that have come after it. A lot of uh, even RPG maker games that have come after it, but. To me, having played all of that stuff and a bunch of stuff before it, and Earthbound a couple of weeks ago, which really did hit me hard, even though I knew all of the tricks it was going to pull on me. I yeah. knew everything that happened in Earthbound, and when Earthbound said, uh, Nick prayed for Ness's safety, I started, I was like, It's so good. Um, so it's hard to compare it in that way and especially i know bink likes to jokingly make the comparison to undertale it's not the same ballpark it's not it's like uh -huh. like those those are not the same thing and to compare them is to do disrespect to i think both of them yes like lisa and yume nikki and off and undertale all take inspiration from earthbound but they all take inspiration from different parts of earthbound yes. and that is why each of them are unique and special especially for a generation of people who didn't or couldn't play earthbound so they were all people who could not understand where this game's influences came from. They see something for the first time and go, holy shit, this is amazing. Not just because they don't understand where the influences are, but because it does something special and new. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see a game with the character design of Off be released on a, mo a modern console for $20. You're not going to see it because it's it has to go through a marketing guy, you know, and they have to go we can't make toys of that character because they look fucked up and ugly it's and stupid. It's also a very a product of its time. As I said, it was um, the point at which there were a lot of people who had grown up being influenced by JTHM and it's kind of grotesque black and white um, like art style, which I, I'm thinking I might mm. have you guys read at some point. Um... And um, the, uh, the, the smearhead guys, I think, are a design that will hold up in my head forever. Yeah. Like the, and it's, it's so simple, too. Yes. I love that they also, I wanted to bring this up earlier, is they're like, you see ghosts, and then, like, the next enemy you encounter is upside-down ghost. Like, <laughs> that's the type of earthbound, <laughs> yes, you know, right. type kind of stuff. Yeah, or um, nobody mentions no, um, some, sometimes you're fighting an enemy, and he'll have, like, a dialogue bubble um come oh, up no and guy. you have to fight it you have to like kill that dialogue <laughs> yeah. bubble or there's some ghosts that have a crown on top and you have to kill the crown or when you're fighting the queen she has these decorative like swirlies behind her and you gotta kill those right. two and all the attack names are really vague and they don't tell yeah. you what's going on at all um, i like to, I, there, there's an attack that you can get for one of your add-ons called unexpected parameters and it does random damage which i was really amused by yeah it's like it's like uh we didn't know that was gonna happen and that's the name of the attack is we don't know what's gonna happen yeah yeah. And, uh, I like the names of all yeah. the batters. Yeah. Speaking on the floating stuff, I beat the uh, when I beat the first boss, I killed the boss, but he still had like a speech bubble, so the <laughs> fight didn't end. I was like, oh no! <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it was good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Sam, you yeah, do you want to you know? wrap up? Uh, true yeah. ending. Yeah, yeah Nick's not paying. Second yeah, ending. Close us out, Seb. Any of that You're stuff? Okay, so um, I've said a lot 
of what I thought already throughout everybody else's yeah. impressions. Um, and everybody else pretty much went through the plot and everything. So um, yeah. the the main there's a secret secret ending though, right? There is a secret ending. However, okay. I'm gonna like kind of clarify what the hack twist is at the end since we did that as our first segment. Um, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Not not only is it that you are the bad guy, kind of the bad guy the whole time, um, and you can either like switch the world off and it just goes away, or you can be the judge and well, not have it go away, but everything's still blank. Um, I'm sorry to stop you so soon, but I'm just I'm honestly curious about the game stories. Yeah. Are the the specters are bad, right? The, specters, just, right, the specters are, are bad. They bad. are killing people. Yeah, they're and dead they're people. Not, like you're not you're not bad for getting rid of the specters, yeah. but you take it all the way to the top and you kill like it's like there are ghosts and that's a problem, so I'm going to kill God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unlike in real life, it's, like, it's a bad thing that you're killing your boss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, That's so good and advised normally, but in this yeah, game, it's right. bad. It's a it's a society, a fantasy world where it's bad if you kill your boss. Yeah, the the people yeah, are okay with you killing the specters, but they're not okay with you killing them. Um, yeah, it's like if you were cleaning someone's house and you just started like ripping up the carpet, and, yeah. like burning their couch. Yeah, it's like, cleaner. <laughs> yeah, right, we gotta get rid of all this. <laughs> You're like, now I won't have to vacuum the carpet. Um, you have all this furniture all over your house. You get, this is filthy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty much that but so it ends up in the end um there's a couple flashbacks or flash twos skips two. um <laughs> this kid hugo this little tiny kid um he's got like a little um what do you call those it's the kid version of a piano anyway one of those uh, baby um, piano baby piano kid piano oh, yeah, um yeah, yeah. He, he's there young, young um so what i've gathered and it doesn't explicitly say anything is this kid's mom it, uh, goes away to plan a birthday party, actually. Um, and the dad is neglectful and does not pay attention to the kid. The kid wants to go outside. The dad buys him a stupid comic book, which you actually play the, through. Okay, that's the. There's too many games. Him. One is a beat em up where you play um, the boxer who fights Ball Man, who is obviously a parody of I the batter. Love Ball Man. <laughs> Goro? um so right. yeah so basically the whole thing ends up the kid was neglected and it the whole thing is possibly the imagination of the kid um mm. or it's the imagination of the that... kid and these three other people that the kid made friends with um and the queen so, is the kid's mom yeah that that sucks yeah the queen so is the kid's not mom. only is it you're the bad guy all along it's also yep. it was all not real you're destroying the also, kid's imaginary it's friends. You're a kid, and it's your okay. parents' fault. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. It's it's not entirely clear how it works. Yeah, it's it's not entirely clear like whether you are invading the kid's imaginary world or you were part of it, or it, it's not super clear. But the whole thing is the kid made it, and it becomes clear um, in the room, the zone four, um, especially in one of the first parts of that, um, which it. Zone four goes in four chapters, um, and you go backwards from chapter four to chapter zero. Um, and one of them is kind of like a, a crayon version of everything. Instead of those very straight, clean lines you see everywhere, it's kind of like shifty. Um, and so you kind of get the impression of, oh, it's a crayon drawing. Um, so that's my, my most disappoint. My biggest disappointment in the game was actually that twist. 
I didn't, like, the yeah. fact that I was the bad guy the whole time was not a bad twist to me. Uh, but the, the yeah, it was a not? kid the whole time. It was the yeah, neglected kid's imagination the whole time was, like, eh, to me. Yeah, um, I think that's a little yeah. sloppier. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree that... Yeah, it's I think more the shit with the kid is fun fantasy world yeah. than yeah. To yeah. say, oh, it was a kid. I, I was hoping that it was. Who thought I, of this like... was a kid? Yeah, the... right. I like <laughs> that. Weed um... Was this kid smoking? <laughs> I like. The, I like the, the. They don't do that a hundred percent. They don't say, oh, it's all the kids. Because yeah, it's when you talk kind of queen, vague, but the queen is the queen is like, I made it for him. Yeah, not like mm. he is the god, mm-hmm. but it, the world is for him, not the world is from him, which makes a little bit more sense. And even if you don't want to believe that, like, oh, the whatever, why should I believe anything the queen says? I killed her in three hits. Like, I anything that I you, mean, the queen, like, I imagined yeah, like the, was the kid's fine. imagination of the kid's mom who was not there. Yeah, that seems. That I mean, seems but the, like the point does. is, the point is that that doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't yes. like it doesn't have to be. Even the creator, like the cre- I looked up an interview with the creator, and the the interviewer goes, "So what about that ending?" And in the end, and he's like, "I'm not going to fucking like tell you what the ending means." Well, I'm the sure they let it slip, to- right? I mean, even David <laughs> yeah, Chase no. let it slip on Sopranos. No, he's like, he's like, the whole point <laughs> is that you're supposed to be able to interpret it how you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. But the the interpretation comes down to there's a kid and the kid made it. No matter how you think the kid made it, um, or why or when is the the kid made it and the kid's friends made it. Um. So th- that was my one thing, like with the story yeah, that I was just kind of like yeah. mad about. But for the rest of the game, I really enjoy this kind of. I don't. It's not really a psychological horror, but it's all very off-putting and off-putting. Um, and um, <laughs> you're kind of you, you're kind of made to feel uneasy about it with a lot of the music and the kind of like dead-eyed um, Elsons yeah. who are like, and you're like, these guys are fucked up, you know? Yeah. Like the the entire they mood kind of play they play in the uncanniness of yeah the weird and creepy stuff yeah yeah like, especially right. it's good yeah yeah it was it was very satisfyingly yeah themed, and especially when you go back to the zones before um like you first encounter kind of a purified zone after you start to fight enoch um you like start to fight him and you go back through the zone and it's partially purified and you're like wait what the fuck happened um and then you go back to the other zones and you're like holy shit what did i do um and you know you you kind of that, that's the thing that i don't see uh, i don't see a ton of games that i have a direct comparison for is yeah. that like you're you're literally erasing the whole thing by yeah. playing the game right. that, um, that seems what... interesting and good i like i like that's, the idea that, of you that... have no reason to come back here you and then yeah. like doubling down on um that. leveling up you beat this <laughs> there's actually nothing here to the come back. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, i want to say that actually reminds me a little this. bit of the first near yeah they they get into the themes of oh. that in in year one and year one is one of those games that's hard to recommend because the gameplay is a little janky mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, why wouldn't yeah. I play the widely available sequel instead that has better gameplay? And it's, it's like, critically no, acclaimed. the bad gameplay kind of enhances the experience. And I know that's a shitty thing to say out loud, but like, yeah, it's the, just... The other closest thing I could think of was like, is like a Shadow of the Colossus, but it's a mm. very different thing in that in that sense, too. Um, yeah, actually... You absorb anything that Shadow of the Colossus is trying to tell you, Shadow of the Colossus is still a fun game. There are yeah, other games that guy. make well, you... Well, no, I mean, in, in the sense that you're making... Yeah, you're destroying the world. Right, that's true. That's yeah, true. I kind of yes, got absolutely. got that feeling out of it. But what I was 
Also reminded of is in Super Paper Mario, where you, you're oh, yeah. not that's doing it one. yourself, but oh, that, there are rooms example. that are being erased, and you visit yeah, one, and it's completely blank. blank. You get to wander. Yeah, yeah, it's it's blank, and, and you see kind gets... of like remnants of the world that's there. So I was yeah. kind of reminded of that. that gets erased while you're in it, which yeah. is very fun. That's yeah. the only Mario <laughs> game where I have ever been actually creeped out, because normally Mario doesn't try to do that, but Super Paper Mario thoroughly creeped me out with that. And um, at the end, where Dimencio is like, do you... yeah. yeah, they they like pop like a seed onto your head, and for some reason, this creeped me out. He was like, "Do you hear that? That is the sound of your free will slowly being sucked away." And I was like, "Oh, wow, oh, <laughs> um, that's kind of like my ideal like end point is I don't have to worry about what I have to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll fight the end boss for you. Would you say that your experience with the game was overall positive? Overall, it was positive. The My main biggest complaints were that ending with the, the twist with the kid and the combat was boring. But a lot of the time, I don't like, and I've said this on the, on the podcast before, is I don't play games to be challenged a lot of time i play them to enjoy a narrative or an atmosphere or a setting i'm getting to that point too yeah as soon as um, i i meant to bring this up actually uh, i'm sorry Seth, okay. but like the um uh death i've been playing death stranding uh a lot for the last six months for the last eight to six <laughs> months and um as every time i have to fight something i'm like oh i don't want to do that yeah. i just want to walk from place to place like that's all i want to do is man you guys you guys are going to tear me a new walk. fucking asshole when i make you play god hand i swear it. <laughs> like it's oh, going yeah. it's going to be going to be like why do i have to fight all yeah. these guys um i mean thing is <laughs> i'm so anti combat now I don't yeah. know except i play destiny every single day where i'm shooting i mean destiny has a good <laughs> movement system and, and the combat isn't that frustrating also destiny is mathematically yeah. designed to get you to spend money on it, so yeah. it has to be fun it is your but destiny to just, spend money on it it has to be just Listen, fun buddy. enough to get you to suck yeah. to be sucked in but not too fun yeah if it's too fun then you won't like dig into the extra systems you'll progress Listen, too fast I'm pay five dollars to do a funny dance and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> i'm not trying to stop you oh um, i would like to be clear about that so but yeah I, I, this was an interesting thing to play. To, I, yeah i think yes. uh, yeah. even though i didn't get through too much of it it was very interesting hearing your guys's takes and where it right. goes yeah, I right. if you I yeah, like the soundtrack so much. I think like I might this. actually listen to it like up. The only the only time I didn't like the soundtrack was in the amusement park where the looping was a little bit off. And of uh, course, it's amusement park it. music, which you don't want to listen to normally anyway. It was unless it's the of, Epcot music yeah, and your name like, is Cam. Um, yeah. Okay. Don't call me out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do listen to the Epcot. Uh, uh, the innovation music the loop is good. Music. Actually. Yeah. No, um, actually, oh, when, when you actually have to open the README file at one point to get the solution to a puzzle. That. Wow. And part of the README is like, the music loop is broken. And he's like, I tried to fix that so hard, but it's RPG Maker's fault. <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah. okay. Which is like, that's, a, that's another thing where it's like, you're working within the framework, the framework of RPG Maker because you don't know how to make the game from scratch yourself yeah. so if you're going to brush up against the limits at some point that's interesting. which is why I um I, i'm sorry to cut you off again but um i i didn't realize that you you had to go into the files for this because that's something that it's that, only the a, one like time a, yeah that's a doki doki literature club thing that i was mm -hmm. still impressed yeah. by like yeah. years so, later yes. starting to get a little yes so um 
that would be uh, I'm gonna make a, I'm just gonna give a little short list of games to play if you are impressed oh, or intrigued by um, any of the things be- that we Before we've we said. go into that, I was I was gonna talk about the true like ending, this. which which um I think okay. Cam wanted oh, me to yeah. talk about. Okay. It, it is yeah, it is a secret ending. It is a silent homage to Silent Hill. Um, oh, all right. Yes, it's you need to get the the dog key from the doghouse. Well, it's you, basically that you it's have not, to get all of the um. There's that. like some secret items that are like the grand finale, the the grand like patissier or something like that. I got, um, I got two of these. The grand I, brachial. They're all related to those like five elements that you talked about. Um, that they talk about in the game. So you get all those, and then you go to Zachary one more time in Zone Zero, where there is actually a secret boss towards the end of the game, um, whose name is Sucre. Um, or sugar. Um, so you kill her, nice. and then you talk to Zachary, and he gives you an Ares card, or he gives you the most powerful bat in the game. But if you take the Ares card, gotcha. um, okay. when you beat the game, and it goes through the credits, which, by the way, the credits are um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland from uh, the Wizard of Oz movie, for some nice. reason. I don't know why. Love it. Um... That, that movie's public domain now. Because I the guess end of the so. game talks about a kid dreaming of a nicer place than where they currently are. Yes, that, but that, no, it tracks. It tracks. I, yeah, um, it was just yeah. a weird switch from the rest of the yeah strange the soundtrack. Um, it is weird. To the credits, it's like you've unlocked the true ending, and a UFO shows up, and a bunch oh. of like space apes come out, and they're like, "Ha ha! Now we can take over this universe." And they do like a stupid little dance. Um, but funny. yes, it's it's a Silent Hill homage. Um, yeah. yeah, it's that's it's a good joke ending, ending but I don't think it would, it's worth it. Purified and nobody lives here anymore. Now yeah. we, the apes, can take over. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it says somewhere that's in good. a parallel universe, so it's not even the yes. same universe. Oh yeah, then even want to try and make it canon. Got it. Yeah. But if you don't care enough to go back and get those items, it's not worth it. But if you do, you go for it. Um, it's a cool thing to include. Yeah, the I mean, it was, boss has way too much health. Yeah, it was it was um, nice to go uh, back through the other zones at least and get those items because you have to go back through the purified zones to get the items, um, and then you kind of get to see what you've done to everything. But anyway, right. we are yes, three I hours do, I in. Um, I like game. Yeah, we've got a few we complaints. Through, yeah. It was pretty right. okay. It was right. pretty good. And um, and a lot of this is going to get cut. I'm just going to tell you guys that. Yeah, right I now. mean, I was gone but, for like uh, half an hour for the break, so. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, if you like uh, games, this, you, what you if you liked this or were intrigued by this, I would recommend other RPG Maker games. Uh, of course, Yume Nikki is the one I would immediately uh, recommend, which is the Dream Diary, a game where you're exploring dreams. It does not have a battle system, but it is very evocative. I recommend playing it at night when everyone else in your domicile is asleep. Hmm. And. Um, it, not because it's scary, but because it, although it can be scary, but mostly because it's very atmospheric, um, and it has inspired a million fan games of its own. There's like a Yume Nikki fan games wiki, which is just like people doing the, doing their own versions. You of want that. a bunch of free yes. games that are adjacent to this? Go for it. Right. Yeah. There's there's a place to start. There's a rabbit hole. Uh, now, of course, uh, that's one game that was inspired by Earthbound. The other notable ones are Lisa the Painful, which is, uh, or Lisa the Painful RPG. Yes. Which uh, the first Lisa started out as a Yuminiki fan game uh, because, of course, it did. Yeah. But um, but it eventually turned into a Kickstarter project where every enemy is a unique person. So you can't grind infinitely because there's only like ten people yeah, in this area, and if that, you kill that, yeah, all of them, they don't exist does, anymore. Does encounters in a way that I would have liked this game to have done mm. and made the right. characters yes. unique and 
and it makes you think about one thing it makes you think it makes you think yeah. about your choices because at some point you have to choose between losing an arm and losing a party member. That's true. If you lose an arm, your attacks are going to be weaker. And if you lose a party member, then you're not going to have them when you need them to heal yeah. you or whatever. It's a fascinating and game. You could not I have a party part or somebody could be dead. It. But it's, 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 right. it's I will right. definitely check that out. Right. I'm Lisa excited. Lisa is very interesting. It's an extremely unique game, and it's, it takes influence from Earthbound in interesting ways. And, of course, there's Undertale, which if you haven't heard of it now, like, just come on. Like, yeah. What, what's yeah, like, what, what kind of rock are you living episodes? under? Just go oh, check it. Just go check it out. If you've, been invo- if you've been avoiding it intentionally, I would recommend giving it a try anyway. Yeah, if, um, if you like... Um like games with unique combat systems i would definitely re- like this combat system was boring undertale i actually mm. liked it it's completely if you like games that if you like games that address you by name and dig into the files of your computer i would recommend um firstly i would recommend eve i uh, ib which Eeb? is um Eeb? yes which is another rpg maker game um oh international uh, baccalaureate no, it's not that. <laughs> uh, it's just it's a game about getting lost in an art museum as a young kid, but it does some fun meta stuff. Cool. And um, that's like a book I then, read when uh, I was a kid. And uh, the other one is, of course, Doki Doki Literature Club, which is a plays with the idea of you being a visual novel character who wants to romance all the girls, and what would happen if the game started to recognize what you were trying to do to it. Mm-hmm. That one is a more recent one, and it is notably made by uh, Dan Salvato and others who worked on Project M, a game that Cam, George, and I are very fond of. Oh, the, so they um, made a, the, well, the Brawl, they made a, Smash Brothers Brawl yes, the, the, the Brawl mod for, yeah. the, for the Wii. It, and it yeah, improves it, it's Brawl very and similar to characters. But yes. also very cool. It's, it's funny that all of those people uh, who made something that Cam and I really like went on to do the polar opposite of that and make a horror romance visual novel. Anyway, those are some games I would recommend. But if if you might have noticed, uh, this whole episode came into being because Bink sent us a message. And if you wanted to send us your own message to get your own episode where we talked about your thing for two hours, then I would send it to please don't cast at gmail.com but that's just me i mean i don't know how you want to do it but that's just me i would send it to please don't cast well, at gmail.com personally, personally <laughs> i mean it, if we're just talking about me i i would yeah. i would shoot us a dm on twitter at please don't cast well yeah. hold on I, and I, i've wanted to mention this for a couple of weeks but the patreon poll has really pulled that together is um if you're seeing me tweet about the goddamn patreon poll and you're going to you're making a patreon account and you're voting in the poll, and you're not liking my tweet, I'm a little upset. We get, like, four likes, and it's the four of us that you've heard for the past hour and a half. Right. So... Get off your goddamn high horse and fucking like my tweet, and I will fucking follow you back. If you're not going to do anything else, like the damn tweet. tweet. I want to know who listens to the show, and it drives me insane that you would listen to an hour and a half of this bullshit now, i totally not understand not wanting to, to out so, yourself as a listener of this podcast um if if <laughs> you are confused by I all of these links right now that's something something that i find very amusing cam is that i will check uh podcast feeds that are much bigger than us and they post an episode yes. and nobody likes the tweet and i'm like okay it's <laughs> right. not just us. i know yeah Alex it's not just off the same thing um, when he first started the Twitter, but, but i yeah. just want to know who is a fan so <laughs> you know what don't even like the tweet just DM me and say I listen. He's to bargaining now. Yeah. All right. I don't even want you. To, from now on, nobody liked the tweet. All right. Okay. All that of will you, definitely tell us how many people us, like the show. 
Yes. All right. So, um, what are you no dropping? No more liking okay. the tweets. Uh, if you are confused by all of these links we're giving you, you can go to go please to don't cast dot card dot co. That's please don't cast dot c a r r d dot c o, where we have links to our cards. Patreon, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, email, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Right, it's all of our Please links don't cast nice place, and I tried, to, I tried to put most of those links in the description, so if you're uh, driving right now and you're trying to click on the link but you're worried you're going to drift in the other lane, you can, when you... When, when you don't you, yeah, when you, drift. Don't text and drive, <laughs> don't you, podcast and drive. Fucking relax, you neurotic fucking <laughs> your phone. It's a straight line. It will be fine. <laughs> so, anyway, um, uh, those links will be available for you. Uh, you can... Uh, contact us at any of those places i would like to thank some of our patrons uh because we have some new ones Whoa. this week uh and they have been very very nice Ooh, to us please don't um, cast on patreon send us a couple dollars yes please patreon.com cool. slash please don't cast i will tell you right now that i am using the money that we received from this patreon uh the first thing i used it for was to get this nice new mic which is why i don't sound like yeah for himself right and not for the rest of us wow yeah, Nick. Didn't I buy I gave the, I gave the nicest new mic to the person who used to have the worst mic, which was me. And if you guys need new mics, <laughs> oh, well, you had a Yeti. All right. Alex that's is the only the one who doesn't who doesn't have a Yeti. He's got a he's got a snowball. Okay, so listen, my microphone's so, good. Roast him. No, no, Drag it's fine. Him. But I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> Drag him, Seb. <laughs> All right. But anyway, Nick's gonna. So read some of yes, I listeners. wanted to say patrons. Yes, some of our lovely patrons. These, so, um, for you guys who aren't on the Patreon, these are the good ones. So, if are you good, are on our Patreon, you get priority when we're selecting episodes to pick for uh, upcoming shows. You get guaranteed episodes. I know, if you if you notice, uh, we just did a suggestion from Triple D, and it took us like three fucking months to do it. Yes. Probably longer if I go back well, and actually look we, at the time. We didn't take that long to do the first Mortal Kombat movie. Right, but the thing is, it's yeah, something true. that he said to us that we knew he had said to us, and it still took us like a million years yeah, to do it. Well, he can wait his turn. We, do, we have a Triple backlog. D. If you'd like to jump the queue, uh, sending us a right. couple bucks would help. If you, if you would like, <laughs> a, I'm, 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 I'm appealing to Cam and Alex here. If you would like a Disney's Fast Pass to the there front of the go. line of the queue. If you want to apply a Disney's Fast Pass to your magic band on your wrist. Swipe it at the gate and send or us some money. Or if you would just like to see a five-paragraph five paragraph essay on all the things that we hate, uh, you can go to our Patreon right now, and I have a post up that is talking about the new monthly show that we are doing about stuff that we do not like very much. Uh, yes, specifically seeking uh, out things that we don't like rather than subjecting our friends to things that we like but they will not like. Right, but as I said, I do I do want to get this out because if if I heard that a show was doing something like we we're doing, I would be turned off by it. But as I said on the Twitter, which no one liked, obviously, but um, <laughs> the this show isn't going to be complaining and bitching and like, damn, if I made a movie, I would have done it better than this. It's about showing something that's is specifically uh, makes us angry because we like previous works or we right, like right. something adjacent it's, it's not uh, we like other things always connected to, yeah it's not yeah. always connected directly to something we enjoy but all of these uh choices are the the, the thing the reason yeah. the the point behind this show is to illustrate that things make us angry because we care mm-hmm. as opposed yes, to things making exactly. us angry right. because because yes. we're not because they're bad we're not going to watch the, the legend of zelda t- 
TV show and say, this isn't interesting. Well, we'll get to yeah. that. that, that We'd have to get to that no, just so that I can plug my professor from the show. show. Or the Mario Brothers Super Show. That shit would be on the main feed because, like, we don't... It being bad doesn't harm anyone. It's funny. It's really funny. Whereas but, all of this stuff on the poll is painful to us in some way because of what it could be. Yeah, it's more about our personal preference... Uh, aside from yeah. just saying, I, I this think, is and bad. I we will probably have it's to reestablish some of this when we record that episode coming up pretty soon, It'll right? Which will be coming story. out later this month. And uh, by this time, if you're prop, you're probably listening to this statistically because I do look at the SoundCloud stats. Statistically, you are listening to this after the poll has been decided. But if you're not, you can go over and check it out. Check out the votes right now. But what um, time does that close? Otherwise, Nick? that closes at uh, that closes at. It closes at midnight on July 9th. Wow. So that is uh, next Thursday. That is <laughs> not for when now. this comes out. So no, this comes well, out yeah, on Monday. <laughs> It'll come out. No, I'm sorry. It's it's July 6th. July, July 6th. 6th? Okay, uh, midnight July 6th. That's the night of Poncho, July. That's, uh, so would that yes, technically yes, that... be July 7th? Oh my god. Can we get out of this episode? <laughs> no, seriously. Would yeah, that technically so, be July 7th or is it midnight it in the morning? Closes, it, it closes that night. So, who are what our I patrons? Want you to do is, uh, our oh, patrons yeah. are. <laughs> thank you, Alex, for bringing me out of this. Um, I would like to thank Eric and Bink for joining us uh, as patrons. Bink, thank me. you I very told you much. You didn't have us, to do that. Pushing us way of way above the goal. Uh, it makes me think if we do keep getting people joining us like this, which is not necessary, but we appreciate it. Yes, thank if we get you. people from the bottom if, of our hearts. If we do yeah, get people do not keep need joining us like this, there are things that the I money would just like goes to, to the show. So there are those. things that I would like to do with this money for the show, and if we keep getting money, I will I will make more content. I will drag Cam into it. I don't know if I'll be able to get Alex and Seb, but I will drag somebody it. into it. You'll have to every, drag. Board. I need a purpose in life. every month. Um, Lately, Coke. I've seen a show. I've seen. I've seen a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things that we don't have the avenue to talk about on the main show that I think would make for fun little extras that I think we could do. You know, so stay so, tuned. Uh, stay tuned. Absolutely. Uh, hazardous materials coming this month. It is going to be one of the five options on the poll. Thank you, Eric and Bank, for joining us. And next week we have the culmination of a inside joke that has been around for almost two years and that is well um, speaking of new patrons i believe uh desiree is one of those new that's patrons. right i was about to mention this is a patron oh, episode so uh desiree has been donating to us for a little while it's very sweet of her past and guest she asked, friend of the show yes past past guest yeah. friend of the show uh, she was on our disney college uh experience episode and um we uh are going to be watching uh, we're going to be watching one movie. If I had seen one movie before and I had to pick it, like at, at random, like let's say I was watching Adam Sandler's Click, I would know what the end of the movie. <laughs> like. So, the joke? so I thought uh, the joke was that if you you've only seen one movie, right? Ever. That was that was the yep. joke. The joke was we were talking about. Um, this was in a weeks segment back when we still did those. Uh, we were talking. Oh. We were talking about Deadpool two. You and I can. Oh man! And I said oh, the Juggernaut lover said, himself. Right, right. No. So uh, I said that it's not exactly a hard movie to figure out if you had seen one movie before. And we joked that if you had seen one movie, that movie had to be statistically it would be Adam funny Sandler's if it was Adam Sandler's <laughs> Right. It would be well, funny no, like... if the only movie a person had seen as a frame of reference was Adam Sandler's click. And so, so every next time week since we will then... be watching Adam Sandler's <laughs> The one movie. Next week we will be watching one movie. <laughs>
<laughs> sandwich um, thick. Desiree is going to send us a, a nice um, synopsis of why. Oh, excellent. Why I, we're doing. I, it. I that. If that com- if that comes in before next Monday, I'll put it in the break. But thank you for being on with us on the show. This is the long one. I'm going to try and cut it down as much as yeah. I can. But thank thank this you for the suggestion. This is not one. something yeah. that we yeah, were. As much uh, as I complain. Right. Um, I as uh, I really appreciate. Always, as always, the suggestions from listeners because they always get us talking about things that we probably wouldn't have done normally. And in that that's spirit, that's what the show should. Well, <laughs> this is off my conversation, but that's what the show should be. But we'll we'll get to that later. We're we're not out of ideas yet, Cam. So um, yeah. okay, uh, yeah. we'll see you next week with Click. And uh, thank you for listening. We're so please don't listen to us. Your life depends on it. Signing off. Switch. Your... Oh, switching <laughs> off. <laughs> off. Off. Podcast off. Podcast off. Jack 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 off